welcome back to four hosts uh, <laughs> i will be a fifth host today because we like ruining the meme there are five <laughs> lights you guys there are actually five so how many how many lights do you see <laughs> there are four hosts featuring Voidcat, who um is humoring us by watching picard which oh my god very much appreciate <laughs> there we go okay hi everyone i'm back it's me Ford. USA or Canada. Canada. <laughs> I cannot wait to hear the verdict from Void. Like I'm Same. so excited for oh, this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. None of you have any idea how I felt about it. Okay. I have arguments we'll ready to soon. convince you just in case you didn't like it. Okay, we'll get there soon. We'll get there soon. First, who the heck are you? Four hosts. I am from uh, the top to the bottom. Yeah, I am Michael. You can find me well on the internet. Uh, if you don't know where, that's too bad. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm Michael the Beetle Taylor. There we go. He's hey everyone, uh, I am Just Average Jay. You can find me online everywhere at Just Average Jay. I am Keith Justice Hayward. You can find me on the Twitter at Keith Hayward, on Instagram at uh, Keith Justice, and you can find my podcast, The Couch Command, on the internet. Woohoo! Nice. And I'm Max Wallenstein. Uh, I, you can find me on Instagram these days at Max Wallenstein. Uh, and welcome back to Star Trek Picard. Uh, before we start, I just want to want to say one thing. I knew it. I fucking knew it. I told you it would be related to the Bork. I told you. And his <laughs> DNA. I said it. I said it. Uh, I was right. I was right. You were right. Which, but that's a good thing, right? Yeah. It's a good thing. Mm-hmm. I think is a, they're an appropriate end villain for this crew. Well, yeah. you know how I feel about the Borg. So I love the Borg. So I was, I was good. Mm-hmm. Okay. I do know how you feel about the Borg Day. Uh, and for those of you who don't know, uh, Jay and I, when we first met briefly, were a streaming team together before we were told that um, that would be a problem because we don't own the IP. Um, we yeah. were uh, the Borg. Yes, <laughs> that Borg. Jay is the Borg. And then a lawyer was like, yeah, probably shouldn't do that. You probably shouldn't do that. <laughs> Yikes. Stupid lawyers. lawyers. Okay, well, since you brought it up, let's start with that. Um, how do we feel about the villains of this show? Well, it was the Borg and the Changelings, or the Dominion. Yeah, mm-hmm. I found that, like, a little sad, because um, I, I think that makes it even harder for DS9 to get their own thing. Yeah. I I was, um okay, I, I'll say, like, uh, overall, I loved it, of course. But the there's it, it a little bit of a misdirect. Like, you know. Oh, yeah, like, for sure. They were like, ah, it's Changeling. Yeah, like, Changeling's like Borg. Like, you know, how Changelings and Borg work together every so often. Like, never, ever. Like, never, uh, ever. Right, yeah. Yeah. Like, because they needed the plot to happen. And they, uh, uh, I won't complain too much because they did do it well. Like, the, the pieces mm-hmm. did fit to create the tapestry of, like, the story we saw. And, like, um, and how you would infiltrate the the federation with you know elements we already know. So it's easier to infiltrate the if if you have changelings on your side for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm well, good I mean, with it. It's just that like yeah, we we're like changelings. Oh shit! This goes way to the 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 lake itself. Will this involve uh, Cisco? No, it's it's the Borg. Nope. Oh, oh. <laughs> and it wasn't. Okay. It's not the real changelings. It's the changelings that were like you know experimented on which made it rogue. you know made them even even oh, more right. bad like, right angsty like, rogue changelings yeah yeah 
Also, yeah. are we, has... we doing we torturing people now? That's that's how we do it in Starfleet. <laughs> Apparently, uh, on black sites in Starfleet. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, that's not okay. No, stop doing so, that to Starfleet, everybody. So, so that'll tell you a little bit of how I feel. Um, I feel like everything is just. Anything that goes against what we know and love about Starfleet is like, ah, it's Section 31 acting up again. Don't, yep, don't worry about that. I, that's where I, I do worry to. about that. I do worry oh, about absolutely. that. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. So I, I know you guys are wondering. I don't know about everybody at home, but um, do, do you want me to tell you how I feel? About we're that? all leaning yes. forward to our like, screens yeah. and microphones uh, yeah, right now. Literally. So yeah. much we're, anxiety. We're all, I can't wait here. to hear this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So there's this word that I love, which is ambivalent, right? Mm -hmm. The intention of ambivalent is not like I feel middle about it. It's I feel extremely in both directions about this. There were bits that I really loved. Mm. There were performances that I thought were amazing. Um, Obviously, you know, it's nice to see everybody again. But uh, let me just drop that um, Rolaren. Yep, I thought you were going to do that. Holy God. Did that woman act? Oh, oh my! Ha, huh, ha! Huh. She deserves a show like, of her own. Like, oh, I'm in love with her now. Oh no! <laughs> Absolutely, uh, like, yeah, I mean, she, she deserves a show of her own. That. <clears throat> so that's uh, what you loved. You weren't mad at what they did. With should have. Yeah, I think they should have used her a bit more. But yeah, she did a great. Absolutely. I was mad that. Oh, there's going to be spoilers in this, guys. Yes. <laughs> if you haven't watched Picard, maybe don't listen to this quite yet. With everybody recommends it. I kind of recommend it. You know, whatever. Watch it if you haven't, and then come back. I was so mad that they killed her. Yes. I was like, she was yeah. so good. And then you guys just for Picard's I, sake, did you what did why? But yeah, she was I, I've been preparing for weeks for you to say this. And mm. okay, here, here's and like um here's my rationale, I think I got on her death. Um because like when I was watching it, I was also mad. I was like, oh, "God, damn it! Like <laughs> you just brought her back oh, to no. kill her." I understand why they killed her. Like, yeah, plot wise, it oh. would be more difficult if they didn't. But I'm I'm mad about it anyway. I don't care. I, mm-hmm. For me, it was more of like <laughs> the price of the joy that we got. Wise is what we saw. Like, uh-huh. um, and all like great stories. If you're gonna have some awesome stuff, you have to pay a dear price. So if you mm-hmm. want to get uh, Spock brought back to life. Uh, that's going to cost you Kirk's son, and mm. and like this, I have always wanted to see the uh, this crew back together, and they have to make me pay a price. And it has to matter. It can't be like Jimmy McStuffin Junk who just showed up for this season. Like, oh, not Jimmy. Oh, I, I, guess I, I love Jimmy. Price. Oh, not another but, red shirt. And like the only person that matters that was really part of the crew that could make me feel the price was Roe. And mm. I understand that. But then also, then there's like a little bit of me cheating, right? Uh, where like, uh, I didn't see her body, you know? Her body. <laughs> <laughs> the shuttle she was in exploded. Yeah. But I'm sure it's fine. I, I, I know I'm cheating. Yeah, I cheated it's a little just a to myself. Wound. Maybe, we don't know. Because like, there, there was going to be like, they were going to make her survive. Like that was on the table. And considered, and like they're going to, but I think Terry was like, you, you have to pay a price at all. And there's only one person that can do that and make you feel it. It's Ro. 
Yeah, I think Roe, like I was saying, deserves her own show. Like Roe, obviously not now, but Roe, like <laughs> oh, five yeah. years ago, Sorry. section thirty-one. But, but like Roe, yeah, the character of Roe was amazing and is amazing and yeah. always has been. And the moments that she had with Picard were like pulling my heartstrings. Like I was just, yeah, I was so in into invested in it, and yeah. it was like the payoff that well. we never got from TNG. And they they both admitted what they felt toward each other and how they felt, and it was this moment that was just beautiful. And and between those two, act that actor and that actress, like that's as good as it gets. Like yeah. they're the best mm-hmm. of the best. Her yeah, she still got it. Oh my god! I, yeah. I've loved her performance in back in the day, and she still brings the heat like today. So yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. It was so so good, and I I was pretty distraught when she died as well. But again, I kind yeah. of knew something had to happen. But still, like I was hoping she would have like made it and, and been Same. a part of Picard's team. You know, that was my hope. Yep. But I mean, like we all agree, like you have to pay a price when you get something that's good, right? And like, there's no one else to do it to. I agree I mean, that it was done for uh, emotional weight. Yeah. I wouldn't that's say you have to do it though. Right. Yeah. Does it have to be a capital price? And uh, I think it was more. It was more because they didn't want to have to try to fit her in later on. Frankly, so. I yeah. I'll say I think yet for like this big of a of a, a gift of seeing everyone back together, um, because like I, I feel like uh, we it talked just about other things space for her character to survive, basically. Yeah, like I feel like we talked about other things where like recently in modern times, like we don't pay a price, and like you kind of do feel that tiny bit of emptiness of. Oh, oh, everything turned out okay. Everybody survived. All right, that's you know how I kind of asked want and wanted it to be, but you know, the, you pay the dark price for the reward hmm. is what I hmm. how I ra- rationalize it. And then I have my my tiny secret that I hide for myself. Maybe she survived. I didn't see her body. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. That's what well, is it? For. Is it much of a price though? If they brought her character back just to kill her? Mm. Yes. Because like yeah. we all felt it, like she killed that scene. Uh, it was yeah. a great uh, performance between two characters we love. They had it well, cast. We we felt the weight. Once again, um, this a lot of this show has a lot more weight if you know TNG. So I would say maybe mm-hmm. to somebody right. who's only watched the card, no, absolutely not. They'd be like, "Who's this person? I don't know what's happening." Oh, she's gone. There's, uh, I think there's a lot of that. Like, it is a you, companion series. Mm, like, the card yeah. just won't make sense to anybody who hasn't watched TNG, frankly. Yeah. I'll say very likely. Uh, the only thing I'd say back to that is uh, any person off the street could see the chemistry between the two and, and the, the scene that they had. Oh, and yeah. Feel that sure. emotional. So, you know, um, even if you don't know who she is, you'd, you'd still feel the, the weight of her loss. Yeah. So I'm so glad you said that, Keith, because that what? brings up another interesting point for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, if you come to the scene not knowing either of these characters, it will feel very strong. Um, but in the whole concepts of the narrative, like you have to have more context for it to really like have its proper weight. Mm-hmm. Um, we kind of see the opposite with the other performance that I was really surprised and impressed by, which was um, Todd Statwick, um, who played Captain Chop. I loved his character. Oh my god! I- my favorite <laughs> moment of his character is when he meets Jordy in person, and he's like trying to be calm, and then Jordy's like, "If this were a different situation, I'd geek out with you," and he like. 
does a little like jump and screech. I was like, that is a nerd. By the way, he plays Dungeons and Dragons for his character. Uh, actual play Dungeons and Dragons group ton. So he really is a nerd and I bet you he, that was huh. he was like, I'm not going to act here. This is just me. <laughs> game of our Burton. He had Jerry Ryan play Dungeons and Dragons for the first time. I, I like yeah. I, I, I follow his, uh, yeah, I, I follow his social media. Like, and his his dungeon room is insane. It's yeah. so cool. Like, oh, he I have to dig so into this. Cool. I he love him picture. as sorry, a person. No, oh, I'm sorry. I just as a person like as a human being, he is so cool. Yeah. And then his character, I mean, the moment where he, his monologue where he's going off about Wolf 359, I, I, I messaged him on like Instagram or, you know, I, I was like, you're probably not going to see this because I put it like in the comments of one of his posts. But I was like, dude, you killed it, man. Like, mm-hmm. like your monologue just like, just like, just mm. pulled me. Like, I, I was so just drawn. And I was like, you are such an amazing actor. He really mm. killed it. Like, killed it. Yeah. I agree. I only I, I pushed back a little. I'm I'm I I will not stop them from doing it. It's good, but it's a thing that I um didn't like in Winter Soldier and here you can't hold people who had no choice in the situation responsible for yeah. those actions. Like Yeah. Picard so, had nothing to do with that. Yeah, correct. I, I think, agree. Keith, I think logically you are correct, mm-hmm. but I think it's very human of people to do so. Oh yeah. Like I, I, I totally get uh, character-wise, yeah, nailed it. I mean that that really fits. Um, you know, we can take a step back and be like, is that fair? And no, but Picard it's was not a what face, matters. I mean, like a face to put to his pain or whatever. So yeah. Also, I, uh, this actually um, made me more sure that the Borg were going to show up because I was like, oh, this is set up. Mm-hmm. Oh, this okay. explains to us why he hates Picard. It explains to us why he's so rude to Seven and he won't use her Borg name. He absolutely cannot stand the Borg. Makes perfect sense. But also, the Borg are coming. There's no way they're not after this speech. It's like, hey, just so you guys remember what right. Worf and also Locutus, we just need you to remember those pieces. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I actually want to talk about that scene uh, for a different reason. But uh, let me finish with Todd. The last scene when he was alive with Seven of Nine was tremendous. Mm-hmm. They both acted the heck out of it. And it had a lot of weight because of that and because of Jerry Ryan's amazing acting. Yes. But I have frustration with the way that his character exists in the show. Because, like, there's moments where he's a total asshole and then other moments where he's helping them and, like, reluctantly or otherwise. Mm-hmm. She, seven of nine, does not respect his opinion until it's like, oh shit, now I gotta, like, I just, I feel like the relationship, like they acted the heck out of it, which made me really emotional, but narratively the relationship wasn't earned. Uh, I guess maybe on screen we didn't see it, but like maybe it's implied that, you know, they had more chemistry that we didn't see off screen. Eh, they're uh, like total jerks to each other and then they start working together because they don't have a choice and then like suddenly her opinion uh, of him and his opinion of her like have weight and uh, I just feel like it wasn't really earned. My appreciation of Shaw comes from his complete uh, he, he has no forgiveness for stealing starships like please thank you like yeah. please stop and, and stealing I do want starships. You guys- to like argue with me and convince me otherwise, but that's how I feel about it right now. 
I can't argue with it. it I guess like, you know, we're in shorthand, like 10 episodes can't really do the, the full uh, evolution of their relationship. You got to get to the end of the, the season. Hmm. So there's some weaknesses. The but... silence is telling. Well, per <laughs> usual, Void tends you to disagree? have very good. No, no, uh, jo- Void has very good points. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's, it's you know, no, 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 uh, no, um, like, sorry, I can't think of the word, but no, nothing. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, no, yeah. no. Like you're, you're right. You know, his, his um, character, I mean, his character is amazing. And I, you know, I love his, his line about, you know, at some point, you know, uh, like asshole took over for charm or something like that yeah. or uh, mm-hmm. something like that. And, um, you know, like I, like the flip-flopping of, of his character like that, uh, again, I think it is because they were like, we got to get this done. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, but at the, love, end, at the end of it, I loved his character. I just love when they first met and they were having dinner and he, they, he, they were requesting like Picard and Riker about requesting getting a ship. And he's like, no, I'm not going <laughs> to give you a ship. Yeah, that's hilarious. All you guys do is break the rules. Right. Not cool. Right. Not cool. I'm not going <laughs> to laugh with you guys about this. Yeah. What do you say? You guys have a whole chicken and egg thing going on. <laughs> like, dude. Speaking of chicken and egg things, they also, I feel like they worked backwards for the final, the, the final thing that he says to Seven is, one, he has to give the ship to Seven because at first he was like, nah, get off mm-hmm. my deck, Hanson. And two, he has to call her Seven of Nine. So, you know, like, I feel like it was like, okay, we're going to start with that very sad speech at the end and then like kind of like put in the pieces so that it, it's, it weighs more later, which is why he was such an asshole about calling her Hanson the whole time. Mm. Yeah. So they could have that moment at the end where he's like, I finally acknowledge you. I will call you the name you prefer. Character yeah. arc. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I good. hope I hope his character comes back in, in some fashion. Like Todd yes. deserves I hope his, he own, goes his own Todd. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, he mm-hmm. deserves his own show. A hundred percent. How frustrating for him that he oh. gets to be on Star Trek. Like what a nerd's <laughs> dream. And then oh my God. Like, he's an yeah, asshole and dies. Yeah. <laughs> but no, like they've talked about how ways that they would bring him back his character back i mean that's oh, really? that's talked about because he's so people love him like love I, his character i love his character so i'm like i would 100 percent if he had his own show i would be there right when it <laughs> I, I might love every single week really great oh sorry I, I think he'd make a really great command counterpart to the doctor mm-hmm. so like you know, like like the uh, emergency command hologram or something where mm-hmm. he just <laughs> You know, I see where you're coming captain. from, but they did I make one they... already of Janeway. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's more like a mm, like a super good teaching hologram. Like he he's clearly not a good teacher, but oh, so I uh, oh sorry, oh, go ahead. Making him a hologram is that what you said? Yeah. Hmm. So here, I watched I watched a podcast where they talked about different ways that like he could come back. And like, if you remember, the Genesis device is at that section oh thirty-one my God. place. The Genesis <laughs> device is there. Um, a hologram. Uh, he could have, you know, Seven could have used nanoprobes, right? To like, because mm-hmm. I guess in Voyager she used her Rusty. nanoprobes to save someone. Yeah. So like, there there are multiple. There were like ten ways that they were like he could. They could bring him back this way, this way, this way, this way. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh please God, let this happen. Like I don't care how it is. I yeah. want a show with him at the helm. You know what I mean? I yeah, just I wanted love that. him That's great. to be the captain and that seven nine would be the number one. Like that's what I that's that that's the ending I wanted. 
because I do like seeing her and him butt heads. I, yeah. I think that's great. I could do that for an entire series. Um, and I don't think she's fit for the captain of the flagship of Starfleet after uh, going rogue as a ranger and, and murdering people in bars. And uh, yeah, like the, the entire crew of, I, I guess I was wondering, like, did so many top people get wiped out that this is the crew that we choose for the flagship? Is that No, still this the is the crew we choose for the flagship because they are the crew that we know as as watchers. What do you what do you right. think? I know, I know exactly that's why yeah. they did it. I, I just like because yeah. like what I really wanted was um I don't want it to I, I didn't want the Titan to be the flagship. I didn't want it to be the Enterprise. I wanted it to be a lower tier ship with mm-hmm. a crew that I loved that can still go on adventures. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's like the that's the continuation that I was wondering. I was like, all right, and then we go on to the the Adventures of the Titan A with Captain Shaw and Sorry, with the whole like changing the name, I'm like, dude, no, like there's already yeah. a there's already an it enterprise. Was, like, isn't there an enterprise E or, or F yeah. or something? Yeah. You can have two enterprises. I don't care if they're different ship designs. Oh. I don't want like there's only one enterprise. <laughs> that reminds me, yeah. that reminds me, that reminds me, you guys. When they when they go over to the daystream and they show you the USS Enterprise from TOS and it says 1701A, uh-huh. excuse me, there's specifically mm-hmm. a line in one of the movies where Scott gets mad and he's like, no A, no B, no C, no letter on it. It's just 1701. <laughs> I think that was when um, that was in when Scotty came back like, for TNG. Yeah. No bloody, no bloody D. A? Yeah, he was like, where no bloody D. <laughs> Anyway, I'm out uh, about that. It's fine. <laughs> no yeah, big deal. That was my yeah. least favorite part of the entire season was the them trying to go for you know this emotional beat to rename it the yeah. rename the Titan, uh, you know, to I don't know <laughs> appeal to the yeah. That just hits so flat for me. Same it was so yeah. frustrating. I closed my eyes in disappointment. I was like, oh yeah. The name I, really I, does I was, matter. No, no, it doesn't. Please stop. I was, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, if if they would have done like, like if it would have been better if it was Picard, if it was USS Picard, yeah. or something yeah. that yeah. isn't the Enterprise. You know, I yeah. actually, I actually hope that it would be the USS Picard when they first started saying it was a mm-hmm. different name. I was like, yep, same. yikes. I okay. Yeah, I know. I still, that, I would have preferred that. They definitely should not change the name. That's disrespectful to a ship that. Save the galaxy had a crew of its own and a pass mm-hmm. of its own. Yeah, I'm like, also personally offended by the very theme of aha. Actually, the name does matter because I'm like, no, it doesn't. It's the quality of the officer. Stop yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, especially uh, that being said by a kid who was like Picard, who was just joking about nepotism. Like Jesus Christ, you guys. I, <laughs> I, I see on paper though why they did. Like I was just watching the scene today, and I was like, I see exactly what they wanted to do here and that the beat fits right there and i don't know what else they could have done for hey picard this one's for you buddy one last thing there's nothing else they could have done it just ugh, just went to the wrong yeah, they can all pretend to like his wine um i, I don't know we'll actually drink <laughs> yeah. this stuff yeah all right <laughs> <laughs> what I wanted to say too, though, is uh, the casting of the bridge crew was brilliant. Like the helm officer, mm-hmm. she was amazing. Yep. You know, uh, LaForge's daughter. Yes. Um, and then having his real daughter there, she was great too. She was sexy was daughter. Nice. Yeah. 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 But I mean, the, it, like all the, the helm's officer, the science officer, the like every person that was on the bridge crew was really, really good. Yep. Yeah. That was a good bridge crew. I actually liked them. Even like the, the people who 
are relatively extras. Uh, they had good looks. They had mm-hmm. they they fit well. And I was thinking, yeah, I'd, I'd like to see this. Please do yeah. this more. This I'd like 100%. to see these faces yeah. some more pushing buttons. Hundred yeah. percent more. They were so yeah. so good. Yeah, I did want to. I really like the tactical officer. He did a great job. Um, um that's the one with the the earrings with the sun. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and speaking of casting, I still have an issue with the Picard son being like 15 years older or whatever than his yeah. character is. Yeah. <laughs> so definitely not that 20. Out there. Yeah. He's, he's <laughs> not 20 years old, but okay. anyway, yeah, you look 32, um, but you know, like we said before, he's been through some rough miles. Like, <laughs> I also feel miles. weird about how they were like. Ah, the next generation of kids. The Forge's kid and then Picard and Beverly's kid. And now they like each other. Yeah, I don't like that. Like, it, it feels bad. a little incestuous. A little icky. It's, yeah. it's a little on the nose. Um, yeah, it's a good, I, good way to put it. Absolutely. I'm 50-50 on it. Like, the, it's like the ending of um, Scrubs, where JD and the <laughs> guys, like, they, they had this dream that their kids would marry each other. Yeah. And like, oh, it's kind of cute, but they shouldn't do this. It's kind of cute, though. <laughs> Yeah, it's that uh, universe is getting was... smaller kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, I mean, that's that a fine okay. sitcom ending, right? Like, but not this. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you wouldn't do I, it. I do like both characters, but you know, yeah. just not it, together. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like two friends that you like a lot that you're like they have no business dating. Like, just <laughs> yeah, keep them apart. Guys, I love you, but don't <laughs> exactly don't do that. <laughs> it's gonna be hard on us all. Just, just stop. <laughs> Well, do do you guys not want to talk about how you feel about the series in general? <laughs> um, like well, general just... takes starting from top to bottom. Um, series, no, this... like it, it rated one to ten. How much did you like it? The series or the season? The just the season. Just the season. Yeah, as far as as far as I'm concerned, this is the only season that really matters. Yep. <laughs> okay. I, well, no, I agree. Fair. I would say, like, if I somebody came to me and say skip season one and two and just go straight to three. Yeah. Yep. I have said this several times to several people. I'll give this, I'll go as far as give this a 10 out of 10. Well, flaws included. <laughs> um, there, yeah, like I have my, my little problems here and there, but this was just like the biggest fucking hug I've, I've had from <laughs> Star Trek <laughs> in so many years. Uh, they, they, they crushed it. They did everything that I wanted to feel from Star Wars. Like, mm. um, from the, the, the uh, to the, the, it's almost like this was a direct answer to what they did with Star Wars, um, right down to the Return of the Jedi ending and final lines of saying the past does matter. Um, you got all the characters I love together again. The finale involved everybody using their strengths, um, and then they gave me. Just lots of cuddle time epilogue. They're like, "Now, Keith, we're not going to leave you just because the climax happened. We're we're going to we're going to chill out for a while and check it out. The queue's over here too, Keith. Yeah. Oh my God, the queue. <laughs> oh, this is just yeah. I was just kid in the candy store, over the moon happy. Um, yeah, I, 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 this is what I wanted to feel at the end of uh, the sequel trilogy. Like, see Luke Han and Leia just like smile together one last time and yeah. have an adventure. Cool. I had to fuck that up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Michael, what do you think? I'd give it like a nine out of ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, there's some parts that I thought were weren't great, but overall, I mean, like like he said, it was like a warm hug, you know, warm fuzzy feeling. 
Nice. I'd like to see them do. Cause there was rumors of them doing like another show, like Star Trek Legacy. Yeah, um, yeah. I've seen be, yeah. been seeing people ask for that on Twitter, and I I don't think it's crazy to assume that that's actually a thing they're planning because they showed us the bridge crew. It's called yeah. the Enterprise now, and everyone's it, it, kids are on it, and yeah. they had really that too. they had that yeah. scene with John Larroquette. So like, what? It would be silly of them to have not I mean, planned for that, you know? <laughs> John Delancey, you mean? Oh, yeah, what did I say? John Larroquette. <laughs> Whoops. Both <laughs> amazing a actors. Totally different guy. I meant yeah. John Delancey, of course. <laughs> I was like, wait, uh, where, where, where was he? <laughs> no, yeah, but in Star Trek Picard, this last season was huge in the ratings, so they'd be stupid not to do some continuation of it. I mean, they clearly planned for it. <laughs> uh, Jake, what do you think? I would like to know what you all think. I'm going to say, I'm just curious. Uh, uh, 9.5 or 10. Yeah. Nine out of 10. Yeah. yeah. 10, a fucking 10. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. I should have known. You're right. Yeah. It Honestly, amazing. I should have, yeah. I should have guessed you would say. 11. Yeah. I was, gonna, well, I was going to say nine, 9.5 just because like, I don't think anything's perfect. But then Keith was like 10, and I'm like, well, I can't let Keith outdo me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know? All right, all right, all right, hang on. Come on, hang on. I'm going to say the bar high, right off the bat. I'm going to out-positive Jay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, uh, to be honest, it was it was like a big, big warm hug from like mm. a family I haven't seen in 30 years. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like it yeah. was, it was emotional. I mean, I still get chills mm. and like cry when the Enterprise comes out. Of, exactly. Of, yeah, like, the, so, the, the yeah. D when the D comes out. I mean, oh yeah, and they God. played the theme so and gorgeous. like I, I cry, like I cry, mm -hmm. I genuinely cry still <laughs> whenever I see that. Like mm -hmm. it, it's like because we've talked about this. Like Trek was so important to me when I was younger because I, I really had had a rough upbringing, and Star Trek every week was my little like break. Like it was, it was like my therapy because I didn't have a therapist, so I would sit and watch Star Trek, and it, it helped me tune out the horrible crazy world i lived in mm -hmm. and and it, it was my it was like we my still live in a horrible crazy world i know we do i know <laughs> but, um, yeah, star trek helps yeah. to process that horribleness but, and well yeah the and future. well yeah exactly hope for the future and it just it was like my my happy place right and and i got my happy place again after 30 years you know and and it just like it's hard not to be emotional when it means so much to mm -hmm. you you know what i mean yeah, i mean I, come you got you first I actually have a, a note in the notes that I said I wouldn't say <laughs> of a thing that I wanted to say to you guys. And yeah. that is, admit it, you cried when they showed the bridge. Oh, oh hell dude. yeah. Yeah, oh, I, have no, I have no reservations about admitting that I cried. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, yeah. I happily admit I cried. I cried a lot during this yeah. season. <laughs> I, I, I became quite blubbering several times. Uh, just, <laughs> oh. dude, that just like, yeah, seeing like the the enterprise is like we're going out one more time keith let's do this like oh my god uh, even, re like even rewatching it today i got chills so, yeah. same mm -hmm. today like i was watching yeah. it today i was just eating my breakfast and i'm like <laughs> that scene where uh jack goes i am not alone and then like the enterprise power drifts into like above them and like i looked oh up for my, my food so and like great. i was just looking through like tears like <laughs> While I'm eating. God <laughs> damn. I knew you guys would feel that way. <laughs> oh, it killed me. I, I'm so sorry. I couldn't take that scene seriously. I'm like, the Enterprise can't move like that. I don't care who's <laughs> I don't care who's controlling it. We saw it do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Please. we saw it do it, and the gravity of it made so little sense that I could only picture a little toy miniature moving around. 
No, I I loved I loved that. I'm whole, sure you did. I know, <laughs> I know the D can't like Tokyo drift through a vacuum, <laughs> but it was so much fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and, and Data had fun. So uh, yeah, I did like that. They had Diana be like, "Why am I sensing enjoyment?" And <laughs> Data's friend is like, "Wee!" Oh man, yeah, that you, scene. I don't know if you guys remember. Um, it was in the the Farpoint episode, like, you know, season one of TNG. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the end of it, uh, the ending of Picard kind of reminded me when Admiral McCoy was talking to Data. You know, mm-hmm. and they're talking about the Enterprise, and he's like, you know, treat her like a lady, and she'll always bring you yeah. home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I kind of I got teared up about that. Yeah, it reminded me of that for some reason. Yeah. Like the, the final word between... Oh, yeah, what did they say? Data was treating her like a lady, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you know what I mean, and I think you do. <laughs> I'm trying to think of some Boy. joke of data and the D, but whatever. <laughs> uh, oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. He gave her, he gave her the 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 image of uh, Tasha Yar's, you know, like uh, graveyard hologram, and my brain was just like, he's like, and this is the one I banged. And <laughs> there, there's oh my a god, meme. I'm so sorry. <laughs> where, there's a meme where like Lore looks back up to the data and goes. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> well done. Also, I'll show you this one, dude. That was another scene that I was like, it's, I, I, it's interesting. I like the way that that uh, he acted it and stuff. But that, like, at the very beginning of the scene, I was like, oh, I see. Data is infecting Laura with his memories. Got it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, he was, it was too, it was too easy for him to just be like, here, Laura, here's this one. Here's my cat. Here's this, you know. Yeah, I like, know, right? It was a little too, little too easy. I'm like, wait, a, wait a minute, hold on. Yeah, okay, hold on. This was probably uh, the best data with feelings balance I've ever seen. Because oh, I've always agree. hated data with feelings. Um, he usually goes a little strongly. manic. Yeah. Yeah. Here, like he stayed as data, but was curious about his feelings. Kind of like the data that I loved from the series. Like, mm-hmm. I love that balance that they struck in this show. Speaking of data, there, I love the scene where he enjoyed here in the shuttle. And he's like, come on, how about some positivity? Jordy says, and Data's like, well, I hope they kill us quickly. <laughs> yep. Uh, Data and nice. together again. Oh, nice. oh my God. Feels. Okay. I want to talk about the the comedy uh, going on with like the, the original T- T- TNG crew. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Do you guys have like favorite moments of those? Like personally? Yes. Michael War- Dorn. War uh, sleeping. <laughs> on the bridge. Sleeping was funny. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I, I'm in love with the the bit where um, Worf and uh, Riker are together on uh, <laughs> Daystrom, and he's just like, "Yes, I prefer that. I prefer not fighting now." And, and Riker's just like, "What? What world is this?" <laughs> so that was my favorite. I like I like it when uh, they're on the bridge of the D, and uh, Worf's like, "And I will make it a threesome." Orin Worf is like uh talking to Troy, like, yeah, remember when we used to date and da 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 and like Riker's like, dude, I'm right here. I can hear you talk. Every yeah, every single interaction with with Worf and Riker was just, <laughs> I was just cracking Mike up. Michael did a great so job. fun. Yeah. yeah. Worf also saying, I was afraid we're gonna survive this as they run <laughs> through the board cube, like, yeah, come fuck, yeah. God, what was the day? Is indeed a good day to die. The <laughs> scene where he was, uh, he was like, Yes, and I, I uh, am fond of, of Troy. Is what he was talking about, Troy, you know. And then Riker's like, Come on, man, like that's like that's my wife. I'm right here, man. Yeah, <laughs> you say this. 
<laughs> um, and then was it uh, who said the line? I've never been so happy. See so many wrinkles. I think it was, that was Troy. Troy, Troy, yeah, yeah. I, that was fun. I clapped. God, it, it was quite nice that they actually used her power. Yes. Oh yeah. That was the big issues with TNG, where she'd always be like, hmm, "I said something is weird," but then like couldn't tell when someone was literally yeah. possessed. <laughs> yeah. oh, she seemed to be angry. Well, they're actually really firing on us. Yes, thank you, Diana. <laughs> oh, weird. <laughs> and uh, was it Crusher, Doctor Crusher? She used to talk about how in the movie she wasn't happy of how much she had nothing to do, yeah. and and here she got to take out the the, the gun turrets on, on board and uploaded. say what's happened in the last twenty years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, she's a warrior now. She's a yeah. warrior, you know. She's not just a doctor. There's that interesting bit where she like shoots, and they're like, "What?" And she's like, "What?" It, a lot has happened in the last twenty years. Uh, yes, it, it did not match however because the episode before or two episodes before that or whatever she was talking about her oath i'm like you can't do both <laughs> either you've already broken your oath or you haven't you um, know you either more, value life or you it don't was for, it was for the line i, I, I know more of a guideline than an oath really. <laughs> uh another thing for hopefully getting a new season is that uh Picard season three is the first time star trek is charted in the nielsen's since 2017 Oh wow! So, um, there will not be another job. season of Picard. I think they were specific oh, yeah. about that. Yeah, no, no it, it, it might be Legacy or something else. Yeah. Legacy is definitely a thing they're planning for. There's no way they show yeah. us that bridge like that. Well, it's, yeah, it's it. it's yeah, it's well, not and, official and at the end. Yeah, it's not official, but it is. You know, Terry Metalis was like he he was on like a live stream and he was like, "Yes, keep voting on that 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 change.org thing or whatever." You know, mm-hmm. it, there's like a an online petition to like get legacy happening. And he was like, and Alex Kurtman is fully aware of what you guys want. And I want mm-hmm. it too. So we just have to like, you know, get, get uh, paramount and everyone on board. And you heard but, it from Jay, go sign the petition. Right, seriously. I, I, did. Pretty sure yeah, I, did. I did too. And and the thing is, if you think about it, it would make, it, w- it would be stupid not to, because this was so highly rated. It would be stupid not to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like they, they would make a killing if they had legacy, a killing throw money at you. Absolutely. It's here. Take my money. Like gladly. <laughs> what did you guys think of, um, Q showing up at the end? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Right. We haven't heard Max's rating yet. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. Go ahead, Max. Um, yeah, I was, I was, Vacillating back and forth between a nine and a ten, so I'm gonna give it like nine with a backflip because I. <laughs> okay. There was it was very good. There were some flaws, but the really really good parts had me like so ex- like over the top jazzed uh, jazzed for it. Like I just felt twenty years younger, so that mm-hmm. I could actually do a backflip again. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, uh, as I, I forget what you said it before, like this is this is the the season that matters, and uh, mm-hmm. you know everything else. I could probably just give somebody a Wikipedia summary and and to get into the show, and then tell them watch season three, and and you'll be you'll be right back in the you know in the, those the feelings that you loved, and and uh, and then take it beyond that. It's, it was back in the feels. really really you wonderful. Sit, sit him down. You're like, okay, here are the important beats. Uh, yeah. Seven and Rafi were dating, and are no longer dating. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Picard's a robot. Uh, Picard's a robot. Uh, Riker and Diana have two yeah. kids, and one of them died. All right, now watch. Yep. And yep. and Riker makes a damn good pizza. I and Riker I makes a s- damn good pizza. And for me, with my particular taste of kind of enjoying when things are really bad, 
um, how bad those first two were made mm-hmm. this third one that much more appreciated. Like yeah. the slog, the disappointments, the horrible Oof. writing in the first two seasons. All of a sudden, surprise, dude! Season three, everything you want. Let's let's go and yeah. So I, I had fun with the first two. They helped. Mm. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Q. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael, you want to uh, know? So, how do you feel about Q? Uh, I I was excited that he was there. I mean, it'll be interesting to see if they do a Star Trek Legacy. What part he plays? Um, I was curious about the outfit that he had on because uh, I didn't recognize it. It was some sort of uniform. I don't know if that would be like important in the future show, but uh, I, I guess I, I liked him. You know, overall that he showed up. Okay. I thought it was a bit of a cop out. <laughs> okay. I mean, tell me like, more. Well, because well, Q. Q died. There was a whole thing, right, with Q and Picard and that whole like thing. And as much as it as much as I'm not sure that I liked that whole thing very much, it was still a sweet moment where he was just like, like I was there. It it was almost like he was saying, I picked on you because I love you kind of thing. You know what I mean? (laughs) We Um, know that's true. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then to have him come back, it's almost like. I don't know. It just felt it just felt like it didn't fit where it undoes something for you. Yeah. Mm. And it doesn't fit where I was hoping the future would go with legacy or anything else, because, mm-hmm. you know, having him like pick on the new Picard. Right. Well, dude, we've already done Q and Picard. Let's right. let's let's let legacy be its own thing. You know what I mean? Ooh, uh, 100% know that I agree with you on there that I'm like, hey, <laughs> we've done this. We don't need to do it again. Mm hmm. Yeah, I feel like this is mm-hmm. uh, this is a moment where they just have another actor and character that we all love, and they just don't want to let go. And can't help themselves. Ah, we've been through it. You know, I this is one of those other things where I'm like, I really could have done without that. I think you it's know, really funny because I feel that way about the fact that they were like Borgs and Changelings. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, on the other hand, am good with it. Um, <laughs> so. While like the... Keith and I agree on no. <laughs> <laughs> so like when the the camera's on the ship and that shot of like the uh, I'm gonna call it the Titan the Titan in front of that star yeah. uh, and so that it's star um, that that shot was um, directly requested from Terry Metalis to uh, homage a scene of uh, Transformers the movie from 1986 <laughs> of Unicron <laughs> going in front of a star so Transformers <laughs> reference in Star Trek just. <laughs> So many things I'm loving in the season. Well, there's that. There's all the what 13 monkeys stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Because yes. that was this. I mean, just so many cool little like e- like like nerd Easter eggs that just make me happy. <laughs> uh, so when they when the, the 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 camera was like you know holding on there, I was like, he's coming back. I feel it. I could tell. And <laughs> then like when he did, and he said that I I wish you I I expect you not to think so linearly. I was like, okay, okay, okay. And this I can go get along with because like. I thought either he was, well, I'll just fuck him with Picard. Like, you would do that, Q. You'd probably do that. But um, instead, they keep the death. And now I kind of think of it as maybe that was Q uh, at the precipice of the heat death of the universe. And he (laughs) traveled back in time to say goodbye. Yeah, frankly, that's the thing with Q. Um, With with the Q continuum in general. 
is like, why are we assuming that something that happened later for us is something that happened later for them? Yep. Maybe oh, yeah. that's Q before he died. Yep. So it worked okay. for me, especially when he said, don't think so linearly. I was like, that would be something that Q would do. And the, I can keep the emotional, um, even though the, it, 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 it was really bad. I didn't, I didn't think it was, they did well in the, the Picard season two. Because like Q just shows up, I don't know. I'm just dying. I don't, I don't know why. Is it's just yeah. happening? And like, oh, oh that oh, was season okay. two. Okay. Yeah, they didn't say why it was happening. It was just like happening. And then like the scene between the two, it was like the actors themselves saying goodbye to each other, which was beautiful. It, it touched my yeah. heart. So there was some emotional resonance of like his passing. But now that I can say that you know, it's not linear and. The only way I can think of a Q dying would be the universe itself dying, and then like of all mm. the eons of the world, uh, at least Picard's one of the last people who wants to get by to. You. So that's kind of cute. Yeah, I yeah, that was pretty sweet. I actually feel both ways about it. That uh, <laughs> I absolutely have no issues with the logic of Q being outside of our timeline. Uh, same as you know, like the the. Uh, the aliens that uh, hang out with Cisco not being being like time. What the fuck is that? Right. Um, but also, I'm unimpressed by the need to just be like, ah, and this yeah. other thing that you remember, and this other thing that you remember. Yeah. Uh, Q. What about Q? Yeah. You want to do Q Picard again? So, because eh. yeah, I think what you were asking for is something that I've always wanted. Please leave these people alone now and go to completely new ship, completely new crew, like we got into the, in the next generation, like. In the mm -hmm. next generation, we didn't have the kid of anyone. We didn't have the legacy of nothing. We yeah, just had it's the next generation of officers, not of the literal people. Ah. Even though, <laughs> right. as a kid, I was looking for it. I was like, okay, who's Spock's kid? Who's Kirk's kid? And wait, what the fuck? None of them. <laughs> oh shit! That's how it would work. That makes yeah. sense. <laughs> I'm I'm begging this show to stop being like ah these <laughs> legendary people are only the people that we had TV shows about, and nobody else in the Star Trek universe exists or matters. That's such a common disease in modern TV, though. Like, if, mm, oh, yeah. if they're yeah, and I hate it. That's why I'm mad I'm at Star Wars. Definitely. That's why I'm mad yep. at Marvel. Like, what do you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very upset with this. But if well, you don't that... do it, then you're the Orville, and then you get canceled. That well, that happens in real uh, life too, right? Geez, don't they yeah. call them nepo nepo babies or something? Nepo like that? babies, generation <laughs> yeah. after generation. Hey, yeah. it just came out called The Idol. I haven't watched it. I heard it's not great. But guess who plays the Idol? <laughs> Ooh. Johnny Depp's kid. Oh god. Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. But that's just it. It's like it, it. It's like okay. Well, that happens in real life, and we don't like that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Here's we won't the do thing, it though. in shows too. <laughs> Once again, I am crying about the fact that they were like, "Hey, we took Star Trek, which was a utopia," and then we were like, "Nah, we'd like it to be more like us in the future." And I'm like, "Can we Utopians, not?" And then they're like, "Too hard to write for." And they were like, hey, you know who's, who's important? Like, all officers that do their best, they're all important. And they're like, no, what if they? It, it only matters if they're related to the ones from the previous generation. I'm like, please, I'm begging you, don't. Don't do this. <laughs> yeah. I know. I mean, bringing characters back like like Seven, okay. Like, Seven has, has aged and has changed since Voyager. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. Like, I, I like I like seeing Seven again, right? But seeing everyone's kids taking over for their parents when... You're right. There's a plethora of of characters that can just be created. You have a whole you're an empty slate. You can you do can anything. Make... Yeah. Having said that, that I, I I still enjoyed seeing Tuvok come back though briefly. Yes. Oh, the cameos were great. Like For there sure. there were some pretty cool cameos. Absolutely. Roe oh, yeah, being we my favorite, obviously. Roe was yeah. Roe was still like my favorite moment 
Oh yeah, she did. Amazing. Yeah, they hid that so well too. There's no. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. There's just like great right cross. Like, oh my god, Ro, you're back. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would like to interrupt the the celebration of Star Trek Picard to have one big complaint. Um, which is that Jack Crusher's position as uh, a special uh, whatever to the captain. Yeah. Yeah. Um, excuse me, what fucking track is he on? What is that? What 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 is he supposed to be learning? What is he doing yeah. for the rest of his time? Yeah. Excuse me. I think that what? They, they, they have a straight flush of poor um, positioning there. Where Jack? Why are you at the captain's? Okay, seven of nine. Like you were just murdering people like a few years ago, and Rafi and they made a joke about it. Yep, Rafi. <laughs> Uh, we must be the best there is to offer (laughs) yeah that's what happened some dire freaking straits there was a big slaughter that happened during that that takeover and these are the leftovers of the best so that is what I think is going on Uh, yeah I'm not super happy about it (laughs) (laughs) now it's the enterprise Uh, All right. well um, let's go back to the celebration of Picard I just Needed to slip that one in there. Um, I'd like to hear about everybody's favorite parts. You I can would think say, about it if you want. Okay, I would say Row for me. Okay. It's Row, the Enterprise uh, reveal. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And and I, honestly, in all of Todd Stashwick. Like all of him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, seriously, be. like when he when he was like, "Oh, I started without you because I just." Like I just don't you care. Were late, yeah. So. yeah, yeah. Well, but you said on time. Yeah, or you? That was. I thought it was at this time. Well, that that's no. I start when I start. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, like his I whole think... character, I loved. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was. I, I was. I, I don't think I suspected the return of the D. I. I don't think mm-hmm. I saw that coming until like the doors opened. Even though they said there was a secret behind this door. Um, I thought that the finale was going to be they go back to the museum and and each character gets to take a legacy ship into battle. Mm-hmm. I thought that's what was going to happen. That, that could have been cool. Yeah, that but been like fun. of course they don't have enough money for that many bridges, but they do have enough money for just one. And uh, yeah, the 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 mm-hmm. return of the D, seeing them all their stations again at the sea. Oh god, that that was that amazing. Was beautiful. Oh, yeah, and then like whenever, seeing Data Zero go, we are the cavalry. I'm like, ah, yes, yes, yes. Whenever <laughs> I hear you say the D, I just keep thinking, giggity. <laughs> <laughs> the D. Oh. Yeah, that, that uh, was... and one one question about the the new bridge though, they like rebuilt it. Yep. Aren't there yeah. aren't there bridges that are already built from the D that the D? <laughs> yeah, um, I thought so because they right? like bring them to conventions sometimes. Yeah, so it's like, why did they have to spend all that money to recreate it when it's yeah, already created? A good they could have done. They could have done something else awesome, you know. I did like the carpet joke. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. yeah, it yeah. would be easier to be on a carpet than like sleek. Yeah. Do uh, you mean like they would go to the places where it's already rebuilt or something? Well, or, I mean, just rent out the rebuilt um, ones, the ones yeah. that are already built. You just rent it out and and shoot well, on it. Building, you know it from scra- building it from scratch, they they could do it, you know, to their specifications and perfectly yeah. like they wanted. And where oh, you no. need to put cameras and stuff. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I understand, but I'm yeah. just like, you know, with with them rushing it and and the the budget being the budget, I'm like, well, like you could have saved money and done something else. I don't, I mean, yeah, I don't that's think just, those places, that's just me. <laughs> I don't think those places could be as properly lit and then shot because, like, you know, they they have to build the bridge and then like all of like the camera stuff 
in front and behind it so they can get all the shots that they want. And yes, Speaking bringing of, back carpet. Yes. That's what I, that's my star. Yeah. That's my Starfleet ships. Make Speaking of four star hotel. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Speaking of lighting, was anyone bothered by how bright they were light, l- lighting their faces when they were on that bridge? No. Like when they were doing <laughs> close-ups, well, like, not until half, now. Their, half of their <laughs> face was like blown out with light. And I'm like, bro, like, where's yeah. that light coming from? Like it's it's shined directly at the side of their face. That's I'm funny because like, I was thinking the opposite, uh, not really? about their faces. I was thinking, why is this? Why why is the set itself so dark? Like, fine, they changed the lighting on the other ships, yeah. but why aren't yeah. you lighting this one? Like, yeah, it just I'm, felt I very think, yeah, very off. The lighting just didn't feel it didn't flow right for me. Yeah, but. I think their faces looked especially bright to you because the back was not lit as as much as okay. well. Okay, I think yeah, that you're scans. Right. Mm-hmm. I. Well, my, some my of you know I. Part. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, my my favorite part was definitely um, seeing the Enterprise D again, mm-hmm. and just having the old the the crew back on the the D bridge. It was just like seeing old friends again. So it was just yeah, that part made it. Any other uh, you know nitpicks I had about it just wash away because that was amazing. I thought. Nice. Right, Max. Max. Ah, uh, I mean, like everybody, uh, the return to the Enterprise D was just heart filling um i it just made me so happy y'all got punched in just, the face with nostalgia yeah i mean just yeah my you know my heart grew through three sizes that day right like <laughs> um that that felt fantastic seeing seeing the team back together on on the bridge uh I, <laughs> silly as it might be data you know like uh tokyo drifting <laughs> the d through the the board cube was just <laughs> so much silly fun, and I, you know, like, I know that doesn't work, but it's still so much fun. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of some of the same reasons I love some of the sillier parts of Thor. Like, it's mm-hmm. still so much fun. But um, yeah, it's just it's so many emotional highs for me. Uh, it it overwhelms a lot of you know a lot of my nitpicks. You know, like lighting and whatever. You, you guys know I hate darkly lit spaceships because you know, yes. there's so much power pumping through those ships like yeah. and you have advanced led technology why are you not lighting things very brightly oh. but anyway uh, <laughs> uh like the emotional payoff for everything was so good for me um you know there's some weird stuff like the magic cutoff of the age 25 for humans <laughs> uh being immune like, to yeah that's like that's, that's not actually how it works guys but um, <laughs> yeah but good, you know, fair enough. I think uh, the 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 emotional beauty of a, a lot of the you know, a lot of the high moments and and payoffs from uh, you know what we've been wondering about what's been what's been happening with these characters over the years just felt so good and just felt like as you guys said earlier, just like a big warm hug. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I feel like. This I don't rewatch a lot of TV, you know, with the exception of Farscape. But uh, um, yeah, Star. But I will definitely be watch rewatching these, you know, season three. Uh, you know, probably to get through different winters and things like that. This this was such a comforting and happy season for a lot of great reasons. Also, I apologize. To, I apologize to jump in uh, just because I gotta I gotta go, but I want you four to continue. So there will be four oh. hosts. Oh, sweet. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. um, but uh, again, it's a ten out of ten for me. I loved it. It was very um, emotional, right? It was very emotional for me seeing all this again. It was like 
like after 30 years seeing family that you haven't seen and loved so much. Yeah. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. third season is really the the season that matters for me. The first two weren't 10 out of 10s. This one was. Um, thank There's you guys only very one much. Season. Hell yeah, man. Right. Thanks, Jay. Good yeah. talking to you. Yeah, thank you very much. And Jay. everyone at Just Average Jay, everywhere on the internet. And you guys have fun without me, but don't have too much fun without me. <laughs> we won't. Okay. Right. Thanks, Bye. Jay. Bye-bye. Take it easy, Bye. man. Uh, um, back on like the, the how much I don't rewatch stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, I may have watched that last episode at least. I'm gonna <laughs> say at least four times. As uh, I said, it's at least three I can remember you telling me about. So yeah, yeah, and like yeah, sure. one more today, and then like of watching that finale of like just the beats of like um the the board queen saying you're damaged and alone. I am not alone, <laughs> and the, I just rewound and watch that over and over again and seeing like the enterprise ex- escape i just like yeah i i don't do that much anymore but with this i i haven't like the, the last time i remember like rewatching a finale like that was like return of the jedi so goddamn yeah. yeah that works i agree i definitely think the emotional writing of this show is really good Mm-hmm. I oh, just yeah. have qualms with the plot writing. <laughs> yep. I got that's, one qualm that's totally with legit. the return of Moriarty. I actually did that. I think they, they did that in a very interesting way. Like, mm-hmm. th- was it Moriarty? It was like Data's projection of Moriarty. It was definitely a projection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was Honestly. not Moriarty. Um, which was too bad because initially it was like, actually, because Moriarty did develop sentience when he was on yep. uh, the Enterprise D. Mm-hmm he would have been a really great choice for the defense network in general. So like they, they revealed that it was data and uh, then that was interesting. Um, And it made sense, but also I was like Moriarty himself would have been a great choice here. Yeah. I was hoping he's going to be the final villain. Like that would have been been very satisfying. Yeah. Yeah. That's a bad ass to fight against. We talked about this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we did. But yeah. During the first three episodes. Yeah. I'm guessing like uh, it's so like a lot of what I've been seeing in the show is how much people aren't on the same set at the same time. And I've just been seeing that a lot lately in modern entertainment. I'm not sure how long this has been going on. Mm -hmm. Uh, My buddy uh, DJ is an actor out in Hollywood and he does body double work and he explained how it works. And now I see it all the time when it happens, such as like how the final when Data's hugging himself and like the white hair in the back is like not quite him. Or when (laughs) Jack and the final boss changeling Vedic Vedic. Uh, when those Vatic, two were facing each other, they were never on the same set at the same time. Um, That's rough. And, yeah. It, 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 that, huh? it just kind of sticks out now. Um, and then like with, uh, Moriarty, I'm guessing like, you know, dude's older and he's, you know, more than earned his retirement. So I, I can guess that like, he didn't have time to fly out and be exactly where everybody else is at the same time. But he did have, one day to put on a costume and and give us a, give give us his all and then say he's going home. So I get. I mean, it. if I, if you're having the, that little lines, you don't want to you don't want that actor to come back. You have to right. pay him every time. No, you're going to do it in one yeah. day. <laughs> so <laughs> it's uh, I'll, I'll let it go. But like it was in the trailer. So they put in the trailer. And that got me thinking, oh, shit, Moriarty. Yeah, I feel like maybe that was just a real powerful head fake. And it <laughs> certainly worked on me because I I. I got spinning that, you know, like, okay, what are they, what are they actually doing? Like, is Moriarty going to be the, you know, the big, bad evil guy for this, uh, the 
you know, the season or like as he would make such a good puppet master, but mm-hmm. yeah, we got changelings instead. Mm. Um, I loved how oh um Well you mean was... we got the Borg instead. The Borg, yes. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so, yeah, the Borg. I was gonna say to Void, something you said last episode uh, last episode we talked about Picard was like how um this kind of storytelling of Star Trek uh won't change minds like the, the asexual alien planet like can can change the world and people's yeah. hearts. Um but then I was I I was been thinking about that since then I was like okay how about this like this move this is a a series long movie and like the the best of the movies that maybe didn't change the world but they gave us a good big theme and while it didn't change any minds it gave, it gave us a really good message about the importance of found family and yeah. that the past matters. So Ooh. that Ooh, Oh, oh my god, Keith. Yeah. Yeah. Uh first of all, Love it. But second of all, why thank you for giving me the initiative to go straight into one of the conversations I wanted to have with everybody, which was about the themes. Um, Was family a theme? 1000%. You are so Mm -hmm. right. They said a lot about family. Mm -hmm. My issue is the theme's not actually clear because it is talking about found family and how like his family, Starfleet and his family are the, the the crewmates. But at the same time, it is saying that literally the people you are blood related to are the most important. So we can have both good families. Yeah. Good, bad family is bad is certainly a way to do it, but it's <laughs> sure. a very morally yeah. and ambiguous kind of boring <laughs> kind of thing to say about that. Um, how about not all. saying it, but we got to experience it. So or it leaves, like, leaves you to make your own judgments about it. Like, if your your family has good people in it, then it's a good family, regardless of whether or not you're related to them. And if they suck, then they suck. Um. So <laughs> how about the, like so to me? Once again, going back uh, to what I see as a reply and rebuttal against the Last Jedi. Um. There's like a behind the scenes thing where uh, Carrie Fisher. Um, seemed like she was just trying to find things to say about the movie, and she's like, uh, "It's about family." And like the, the, in in the movie, freaking Luke Skywalker is is stalking his nephew in the night to kill him, and like there's just like not much going on that matters with family in the Last Jedi. Uh, here they go all in, like while like there's no like like message. Like you get nothing but the feels of like being reunited with people who feel like home to you, and and uh, I felt that was really well done and beautifully executed. And seeing like Jordy and Data together again and it mattering so much, and mm-hmm. and like yeah, just seeing like oh, and also seeing Picard and Riker being brothers together again. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. yeah, it it really it, that really hit me. And, yeah. And it um, tore me up when they were when they were at fine. loggerheads, right? Like I'm like, <laughs> although that didn't last very long. They had one episode where they just like hated each other, and then they were like, "Will we got to work ah. together?" And he's like, "All right." And then they were just back together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think they just wanted to do that. They're like, "Let's let's like act said, at each other." Yeah, mm-hmm. the emotional writing is interesting, but the plot writing is like they, these things don't make sense <laughs> together. I, I think that's a fair summary. Yeah. Um. Uh-huh. Anything else to say about the family theme, Michael? You got anything? No, I mean, I liked I liked the themes. I mean, I thought, you know, because uh, I kind of have like a chosen family myself, so I think mm-hmm. I think that's kind of struck struck chord with me. So the fandom is hmm? my chosen extended family too, in general. <laughs> like yeah. you know, because whenever we see somebody else on the street, that's like Star Trek. We're like, oh, oh, oh <laughs> family. We understand something yeah. about each other. 
Max? Um, yeah. Um, I I don't I I felt like it worked really well, except at I don't know at at the end of things uh, with the return to Rafi's family, like that was. I, I don't know. That didn't go over well with me. Easy, um, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Worf just casually releases some classified information, and now her family loves her. We're great. I we're going. We're doing. It's the, he, we are definitely doing the Return of the Jedi ending, where everyone gets a happy ending except for Ro. <laughs> <laughs> she might be alive. We don't know. Anyway, and Shaw and Shaw. Yeah, Shaw. Yeah. And Shaw might still be alive. And Shaw, um, Admiral Shelby. She did survive. Um, Terry Metalis <laughs> did say that. Oh. Really? She got shot twice. Yeah. Okay. She got shot pretty hard. She's fine. I mean, those weren't on stun. I'm just saying. I, I okay. Like I've been mad if because I'll, I'll take one loss, but don't just keep doing it. And like, like don't you take Shelby say, and Row away from me? Yeah, like I, okay. I even Shelby's like she's, she's that important to me. But if you're gonna bring her back after this much time, please let's let, just don't keep doing. But Terry Metalis did say Shelby's alive, so we're good. Mm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Does anybody want to guess what the second theme I wrote down is? Um, legacy. Nope. <laughs> it's something that gets brought up several times, and I personally disagreed with the way it was dealt with. But like that, fine. My my other issue with the themes is like they're like here are the themes, but they don't say anything specific about them, which annoys me because. To me, that's really Star Trek. That's kind of the point of Star Trek is that like there are specific morals that they want to impart that they talk about. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, so what? Are, what is your opinion about the theme? No, no guesses. Uh, it, was, it was brought up several times. Um, by the, the past mattering by the Borg. No, it's evolution. Uh, oh, huh. Uh, all right. What do you mean, huh? Oh, you guys, they <laughs> talked about it so much. I'm trying to think because because I remember like uh, I was thinking about it today when um, the board queen was going, uh, we go from machines to be able to propagate and then annihilate. Where is that yeah. like the kind of uh, evolution? Yeah, yeah. She she literally says they're evolu- evolving. Uh, the changelings also um, they there was an evolution where they now have the ability to like hold solid all the way through. Um, just yeah. It, do me a favor when you're going to rewatch Picard because you already admitted hmm. to me that you're going to rewatch season three of Picard. Yep. Just write down every time somebody mentions evolution. Just do it for me, okay? Hmm. You're right. It's going to be talking. a lot. Yeah. If, if, if you want to do this homework at home, feel free. <laughs> um, you can you can hit Michael up. Uh, Michael is running like a really nice Discord for Star Trek fans. You can find me in there. Just tag me, Void Cat. <laughs> Just let me know. Let me know. I want to hear what, what. Just trust me. Just rewatch it. Evolution. Pay I'll say the other theme that did matter though is that the past matters. Like once again, Last Jedi, let the past die. Kill it if you have to. Which <laughs> was from the fucking bad guy. You shouldn't take that as a lesson. Um, but uh, <laughs> here they kept on going over and over into like how much the people in their lives matter. That the. Starfleet matters, that uniforms matter, and that the freaking Enterprise D matters. Like, so much of, like, the past saved the future. And Let me continue you on that track. Yeah, please. The fact that they have a Klingon ship that they rescued from way back when, when it fell into the the 1980s, like, San Francisco Bay. (laughs) 
if we didn't have that ship, then we wouldn't have had the cloaking device. And if we didn't have the cloaking device, the Titan would have been wiped out. Cool. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Versus the Last Jedi, which uses oh Skywalker's. I'm sorry, the the, the parallels I keep are right there. banning you from right talking there. about Star Wars on this podcast anymore. You've brought it up enough. <laughs> I, but the the parallels are right. The, the the writer is bringing it up. It's not me. Okay, right. we're done now. Right. Stop. Maybe I'm sorry. Hey, but, everybody like, at home. Keith did not like Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I may have been a little upset. And a little bit. I'm just saying, the writer brought it up, not me. Um. So Terry, Terry, Terry stop. Uh yeah, so that that Borg line that you were just talking about, where she says, "Um, we're gonna we're evolving. We're not just gonna assimilate, but annihilate." Mm-hmm. That's a specific plot point that I really hate because, um, I used to role plays. <laughs> James Kirk, I've talked about this before, and uh, I did I did mirror universe stuff. And the thing that a lot of people would do in the mirror universe is they'd be like, "Ha ha, murder everyone," and I'm like, "Hold on, here's an issue." If you murder everyone on a ship that you're taking, then how are you going to bring the ship back to your fleet? Right. Who yeah. are you going to use to do your manual labor? If you wipe everybody out, there's nobody left. If the Borg annihilate everything, then what are they going to do after that? <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I, was, I hate it as a, as a motivation because it's, it's just being a bad guy for the pure... pure uh, just being bad for the sake of being bad, like it's just yeah. I, I hate when they're in like that. That is a motivation. Like we're so evil, we're gonna kill everyone, and then okay, and yes. then what, idiots? Like yeah, it's like what are you doing? Yeah, oh, exactly, right. exactly. And the line right. was so easy; they could have just replaced it with their own theme, not just it's assimilate, but evolve. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Done. So the the way I took the line, well, I was like, I was thinking about that even today, like when she was like saying. Uh, and then annihilate. I was like, oh, wait, 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 wait. What are you doing? Because this is that, that, that doesn't get you anything. That's not what the Borg do. So, what I was thinking is that by annihilate, she means uh, annihilate the other. Um, everything, everyone becomes Borg and the annihilation their way of life that there's nothing else besides us, besides Borg. So, like, yeah, they, annihilate all of unassimilated. Yeah, or, or like not kill them, but like as they're assimilated, they annihilate. That which what they once were that that culture everything that's inferior there you go mm, and, violate yeah. all others and yeah. then only think everything is Borg so I actually had a question it's it's been a it's been a while um <laughs> but wasn't the the Borg the whole thing that they used the technology to uh, perfect the imperfections of uh biological beings yes that is then why yeah, the, the are they trying to be more <laughs> biological um why explain this to me <laughs> oh uh there I, I i saw a video not too long ago that does explain the nerfing that did kind of happen to the borg and that's because the queen uh is not of the original borg she is from a species one two seven and huh. it seems like you know since now she's the queen whatever she once was did change what the borg were up to that point so okay, but if the way she was brought into the Borg collective is mm-hmm. by getting all of the Borg cybernetic parts implanted, then that cybernetic uh, superiority should continue. Right? Was was hers like a failed assimilation or something? Like why like, did? Like yeah, they're saying anyway. that how 
in, in the, 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 that uh, although people have been species... complaining about the boar queen since the boar queen appeared so. right yeah, so like fair. we're not yeah. alone here we have queens now because of her species being that weird so like you know there was like that one lady who was so anguished that she shut down a cube in season yeah. one of Picard uh, um, so hey so now, yeah I thought uh, I thought uh, uh, Allison Pill was the Borg queen. <laughs> uh, mm. She's of the Girardi Collective. Um, hey, I, don't, I don't know what you're talking uh, about. Okay. Jesus, Splinter. Yeah. I didn't watch season two. I don't know. Yeah, there's a, they're, they, 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 call, they even said in season three, they called it the Girardi Collective. So she Oh, okay. That makes else. sense. So she was Borg, but she wasn't Borg? Okay. It's, whatever. They're, they're something else. whatever, whatever. A different yes. branch of Borg. Yeah. Yes. It's... Yeah. One of my really petty complaints was that um, one of the times instead of saying we are Borg, they said we are the Borg, and I was like, mm? "Nope." I know this is dumb, but mm? yeah. Uh... Sorry, I have some <laughs> stupid. No, that's, that's... About. no, no. Please <laughs> complain. I, 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 I want. I love this show, and I, I want to be honest about it. So we should wag our finger at any kind of like flaw that it has, because I am okay with it having flaws. Because the final outcome was so good. I just think it's yeah. silly because, like, they even did it right some of the time. It's just like there was one time where they, they didn't. And I was like, but you guys, you you wrote the script. So just write it the same way. I'll do whatever. Um, okay. Yeah. No, it's just like that just feels like an editing error to me. Like, somebody should have caught that. Yeah. Uh, let's see, what do I got? Stop calling people legends. Oh, another thing I was right about, the nebula was alive. That was a bit I really loved. When it, like, exploded into, like, a bunch of space squids. Space squids. That was delightful. Mm. That's that's yes. pure Star Trek. That was, a, that was a Star Trek moment. Yes. I loved I, that. Yeah, I always love space sea creatures. You know, like, <laughs> everything from, like, Moya the Leviathan to those, like, space raviolis that were in the, what was it, season one of oh, Star yeah. Trek? Oh, yeah. That, like, latch onto the ship? Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, that like, were feeding off the energy and they had to, like... I think it was an amoeba, no? Loved it. Yeah. Space yeah. ravioli. <laughs> Immediately what you said comes to mind, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I think that they was always my... make me happy. Yeah, that was one of my favorite bits. I forgot about that. Delightful. And, I love that. And, like, I almost feel like the space quids um, to me was a callback to the very first episode where they found space quids. Yeah. Or jellyfish. Yeah, That's right. Yeah. Farpoint station. Yeah. Let's see. Um, yeah. I'm. I'm. Uh, I. I've been taking notes for since the last episode, and mm -hmm. I, we were like just kind of flew through like all of them with so much excitement. Like, oh, and this, 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 this. So, <laughs> um, I'm. Okay. Do you, do you want me to go through a bunch of the petty complaints then? Please. Yes. I would love a list <laughs> okay. of petty complaints. Just. <laughs> I mean, I, I would love if you joined my list of petty complaints with some petty complaints of your I'll own. I'll subscribe. Yeah. Um, let's see. <laughs> I really like Shaw's acting, even if the character sucks, was one of my notes. <laughs> um, I thought it was weird that Rafi had a handler who also turned out to need a handler. Typically, that's not how you do it. You don't have a chain of handlers. Like, you know? Too many handlers. But, yeah. All right. It's because they, they, wanted, they wanted to do the stack up to row, which... Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, because yeah, Roe was Roe was Worf's handler, who was Laren's handler. Um, Laren is Roe. What am I, What are the words coming out of my mouth? I don't know. <laughs> um, Rafi's handler. 
Um, I, I literally wrote, hey, fuck you for killing Ro. Yeah. <laughs> Accurate. I think I have a similar... Um, Sorry about this damn it. sound in the background. The... Go on. Uh, I was, was, was going to say, like, um, I had a similar note of being mad about killing Ro, but we, we already uh, covered that, and I said everything I need on that one. Um... Okay, I have. Can we stop calling people legends? <laughs> I agree. I can't. You don't agree with that one. It's nope. okay. Fine. Nope. Not, not, um, again, not I'm fine with that. Not, not, like, not in the final season. Like we're we're all doing the victory dance together. Like that guy's a legend. That guy's a legend. But I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. We should have mm-hmm. moved on like we used to. Back when it was okay to have new seasons of Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. These, you know, you should be. Everyone should be a legend, you know. That you know, if they're to that level in, in Starfleet command yeah. structure, like, yeah, we, we, I think we all agree on that. Only the ones we uh, know about in the TV show are allowed to be legends, right? Right. <laughs> um, I thought it was really weird that they gave the triple teeth. I'm like, the the joke about the Klingon being afraid of the triples is that they're literally just a little ball of fur, and it's mm-hmm. utterly silly that the Klingons would be afraid of this tiny little creature. So giving it horrible teeth was like. But now it makes sense that the Klingons don't like them. I don't know. Yeah, I don't um, think that was necessary. Something you I just wanted love. to have tribbles as a reference. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, another thing I loved was um, so in like season one, I think of Picard, uh, Data brings up the Last Jedi, how he didn't like the movie. Oh, okay, I'm kidding, kidding. Um, so, uh, so the, 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 in season one of Picard, like uh, they make way too big a deal about uh, Picard's love for Data, which wasn't you know that much in the show it was data and jordy that were yeah. the, the team so i really love that like we got to have a scene where jody really expressed his pain at losing data like yeah that's, the, that's really the main nice. person we should have seen be destroyed by hearing about data's death 1000 so, i totally yeah. agree with you there so yeah. glad that they like they, they like they pay attention to the fandom and and things that we need emotionally mm-hmm. so i appreciate they did that I'm with you. Um, I have ha 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 Borg DNA question mark question mark. Since the <laughs> entire thing of the Borg is that they assimilate everybody using technology and that they all have different DNA since they're different species, that was incredibly hilarious to me. <laughs> Borg <laughs> DNA, you know. Yeah. Um, I didn't love that part. <laughs> the fact that you have a person just like tormenting and torturing um, changelings. And that they made a cure, and then the people voted not to give it for us. Again, why Starfleet evil? What's going mm. on here? I wrote the concept of evolution I intrinsically disagree with, but I didn't actually write the quote, so I can't tell you well, mm. my details about that anymore. I just remember they brought up evolution a couple times, and I was like, that's not what it is. Like, There's a <laughs> tendency for people to think of evolution as like becoming the best form, but it's not. It's just molding to whatever the environment is. There's not an end goal. You're not more pure and amazing and good because you've evolved more. Right, you're better you're fit to different. survive in the current exactly. environment. One thousand percent. Um, <laughs> I was very confused by um, Helmsman uh, LaForge pointing a gun at Jack because he was in her head after he just saved her life. Yeah, I I hate that. Um, I can't I, do I got... anymore. You just saved my life several times. 
I got real mad when Seven was like, uh, I did not blow up the turbo lift because there were people in it, and uh, I refused to do that. And he was like, we don't have the luxury to do that. I was like, excuse me, you are Starfleet. You will do everything possible to save lives. I yes. disagree. Um, um, uh, something I noticed that was a little strange, that there seems to be no standard issue phaser. Like, um, it, it, from like yeah. character to character to character, all in Starfleet. And like it would be happening so often that they're like all using different phasers and just like what and then I'm gonna look for that when I rewatch. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and like I have uh my T like I, I will I think my favorite phaser is from TOS. I, I have mine with me right now. I, I love the look of this thing. And mm-hmm. Jack has one. And like yeah. why? Like it was weird. I, I really wish like I could get like a tiny bit of a story as to why you have one. Cause my uh my Star Trek Online character also used this as his favorite sidearm um but just if it's happening a little bit like i i care please please just say a little bit line of why you have this and why they're different pa- i guess there's no way they'd spend time saying just so you know keith uh for so years ago <laughs> there, just, just, i don't know i want to know about the guns just so i know yeah oh speaking of guns warf's uh, little hidden phaser that was cute <laughs> you had, what, a, phaser you had a phaser the whole time, time? Swords, swords are, are fun. fun. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> was it more fun or swords? Swords are more fun. Just being like, I really do love the way Worf is written in this. This is ridiculously like just beautiful. I well done on Worf. Yes. Um, yes. An evacuation hatch on the bridge. Okay, that's a plot point that didn't make sense. Also, like, uh, I understand. Hey, you know, sometimes we need to evacuate our most important officers. Then you put an escape pod, not a random door that opens up and whooshes everybody out that is on the bridge. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. That's how you kill people. That's bad ship design. Fully agree. Very bad ship design. And um, also, if you want to nitpick... Um, yeah, that's uh, what we're doing right now. Changelings <laughs> can survive in in, uh, in space. Yep. They can transform yeah, into yeah. space-faring animals and fly. And also, like... She shattered, and uh, I expected that, like, because of her bits were all s- small, and they showed the reverting earlier, that she would become liquid again. But no, just frozen. Got, I guess. Got to yeah, clear the mini boss. That didn't fly with me. <laughs> uh, yeah. d- there was a really funny bit where they figured out what was going on with Jack, and they were like, "As of this moment, your son is dangerous." As opposed to all the other moments before, he was not dangerous until this <laughs> very moment. You guys constantly dangerous. Yes. Although. <laughs> When he went Borg and somebody went, Jack, what is this? And he went, futility? God, that was a good line. That mm-hmm. impressed me. Well yeah. done. Um, shuttles have warp now. How how did his shuttle go to warp, you guys? Um, we, we've had that since we've had uh, DS9. Sh- shuttles with warp. And, uh, yeah, the runabout was the first one to Okay, I just it. forgot that. So uh, they, they do seem yeah. to be having technology advance in Star Trek. So that maybe everybody can now have warps. And warp for everybody. Yeah. yeah. And now you don't have to leave a star system either to go into warp because they keep breaking rules. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I don't love that. Uh, <laughs> Admiral Shelley was doing this speech about how they've all gone into synchronized stuff. And I was like, yo, that's exactly what the Borg are. You, you guys know that's, that's exactly what the Borg are, right? Why is yeah. she saying this positively? Mm-hmm. And then it cuts to one of the characters saying the exact same thing. And I was like, well, I guess unless you realize it, you guys. <laughs> when has this right, ever yeah. been a good thing in science fiction to do this? Ever. No. At no point has that turned out well. And what did 
Like Shelby, I was like, why is Shelby <laughs> of all people playing this out like it's a good thing? Like what? <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Um, there's a bit where Picard calls uh, all of his buddies to meet him uh, on the like um, uh, maintenance deck. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love that he can tap his thing and it just knows who to send it to because apparently no none of the affected officers heard that message. Yeah. It's, uh, you, yeah. you just have to tap it in the right spot and it goes to whoever you want. Yeah. He's got a dedicated chat room for his exactly. friends. Exactly. Dedicated yeah. chat. <laughs> private private IRC. Go to Picard's Discord channel. Yeah. <laughs> um, apparently the Enterprise D uh, did not need that whole crew that whole time because eight people is enough to run the ship. That that has oh. been a thing. Um, I never since I, I remember there was some throwaway line Jordy had that he he had tuned it so that they could fly it with minimal crew or something like that. Okay, and okay, I, okay. I remember like who's uh, loading the torpedoes? Bots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the like it was a uh, Doctor Crusher in a, in a TNG episode. I'm positive she took over the entire. Sh- she was running the entire ship by herself. Yeah, I, I, mm-hmm. I'm, she yeah. did. That's right. Sure, when she went to the static warp bubble. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's hecking so, wild. <laughs> I'm like, so why do we thing. even have crews? <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> I I've always thought that was kind of interesting, and I did kind of wonder. Like it wasn't thought, in like, high efficiency, but it was. In the, she was able to operate, you know, operate it enough to keep things running. Yeah, I've always thought that was like a thing with like Starfleet ships. Like you know, you, you have a city, just in case. Ship, but, yeah, yeah, you, you, you can always run with one person. Just you know, it can't work. Comes to it. Well, a lot of people could be there for research, and I think over time they would need people to keep up with maintenance and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Eh, just in case everyone's sleepy, we made it. Uh, <laughs> we could just run it on a single person. <laughs> just in case everyone's sleepy. Um, mm-hmm. it was nice hearing uh, Walter Koenig's voice. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. Very much. Yeah. Chekhov, how did you get to be president? <laughs> what? His great great grandson. Yep. Oh, okay. He he said yeah, um, he Chekhov. did say if my father were here at some point, and I was like, yeah. okay, which which Chekhov is this? Um, I would say, I say grandson. Mm. The portable beam me up. That's an interesting concept. Shoot people with, and it'll automatically just beam them. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's. To me, that's one of the things where I'm like, that's too far of a leap of technology. Like, that's I, not, I agree with you there. <laughs> not there, you know. That would be like Starfleet a thousand years in the future. Not, you yeah. know, it's too much. Too much. You, you've too tagged much. them with a neutrino signature that the teleporter can easily pick up. Is what it is. Yeah, the like the role player in me is like, that's a wonderful way to screw with people. But like, <laughs> it's yeah, I um. It just felt out of out of sync with the rest of the tech level. Mm-hmm. Um, I appreciate uh, Terramatal saying how um, you want to believe that your hero's adventures go on, so that he was talking mm-hmm. about how you know being put on the spot of like maybe killing some of the characters and whatnot, and he's like, no, no, this is not what we're here for. Like the the ending of like Nemesis was just like a downer, and yeah, when yeah, the was. last time I see my heroes. I want to know that, all right, and then like they go into the sunset, maybe they have more adventures, maybe they chill out, but it's up to me to experience it. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to bring up something else that, you know, didn't no? let me do that. I didn't, I... I didn't, I didn't say anything. Oh, okay, <laughs> I see. Okay. Sure. Oh, oh, um, one last thing. One last thing mm-hmm. that I have, I do compl- uh, have a, compl- uh, a sort of complaint. Okay. Wesley. Wesley should have been there. 
Um, he absolutely should have been. Space there. took him. He's a traveler now. He, he is of the OG crew. Uh, I don't care who people say. Uh, people like who's saying shut up, Wesley. He was part of the OG. Like he yeah, should have been there. I wonder why they didn't include him. And and same with. Um, darn it! Uh, same with O'Brien. Like where oh, yeah. we should oh, have yeah. had O'Brien yeah, Where's Colm? Exactly. Come back. Um, what's it? Uh, the actor who plays Wesley, of course, Will Wheaton. Wheaton. Will Wheaton. He said that the internet's um, favorite son. He, he <laughs> said that uh, as a re- as a result of Kevin the Traveler, you can no longer interact with your loved ones. So that's like a rule. Is why he said. Well, again. We're very yeah. good at following rules in Starfleet. So <laughs> Yeah. And in this Starfleet in particular. Um I did think it was cute that they put Jack in like Locutus's outfit. Like that's same outfit. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Didn't notice. That's well done. Cool. I love the you did part. notice. At the end? Uh like <laughs> all Borg looked the same to me. <laughs> Um, it's racist. <laughs> there's this, there's, there's an interview somewhere um, where they talk about the ship that uh, Nemo Nero, I forgot his name, Nero, Nero. has yeah. in uh, Star Trek, um, the J.J. Abrams Star Trek 2008. Right. Yeah. Where yeah. Uh, they talk about the ship design, and they were like, "What is more terrifying coming right at you than just like a bunch of pointy knives?" Mm-hmm. And um. That reminds me of the way that they kind of like had the Borg cube instead of just having a classic Borg cube. They had a Borg cube with a bunch of like antennae sticking out of it. And when they first approach mm-hmm. it and it's like inside Jupiter, that was like that same image of like a bunch of knives coming out at you. Right. Uh, different creepers and everything. Yep. I don't necessarily think that you needed to redesign the Borg cube, but, you know, if you wanted to make it look threatening, I think that was a good way to do. Mm-hmm. They have evolved into a spookier design. A spookier design. <laughs> I had some frustrations with the way that the Borg functioned in this narrative um, yeah. when they were taken over. Like, there's a bit where where uh, they're like, oh, we got to go fast. We got to get disconnected before they know we took the ship back. And she's like, oh, somehow. And it's like a joke about how, like, it's going to be hard for them to do it quickly. But um, they should already know they're all connected. Exactly. <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, they're highly deteriorated and... and uh... Nope. No, they're literally piloting all the ships they had already shown us pulling a ship out and shooting it like there's that didn't you guys be consistent with this is the one thing (laughs) the one thing that really throws me out of any tv show book series whatever you lay Mm -hmm. down a rule and then you break that same rule like your universe has to be consistent or i can't Mm -hmm. believe it i fully agree it's like I'm more forgiving of a show like Star Wars because it's a fantasy. This is like at least soft science. Like you can ignore real science in many places, but like be consistent within your own world. Yeah. Please, I'm asking you. I guess like is did they say so specifically that this was like a, in this series? Did they say it out loud that they this, this is a rule that couldn't be broken? What all the Borg are communicating simultaneously? That's like that's what that's the Borg are. Yeah, it's the Borg. <laughs> um. Uh. In that same vein, there were like bits where they were on the bridge, and the 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 scared ensign, you know, was sitting in the the uh, captain's chair and was like giving orders and like, but they all know the order. You're all getting the order at the same time. Jack's sending the order. Oh yeah. And it was just like a, a cool way to film it, like the way that they wanted, where like they turned their head and you know, like one would say the one line and then the next one would say the other line, but like 
you don't give orders. You all have the same orders. You, ah. Right. Can't argue. Yeah. Can't argue. Can't argue. It wouldn't play Here's as a, well though, on, on TV. Right. Here's a really, <laughs> this is a very me specific complaint. <laughs> um, Jack's roots. First of all, hilariously, like, did you guys steal that from Stranger Things? That image? Like the same kind of like bloody roots. But, oh. um, oh, yeah. They talk about the, the flowers and the roots, and they're like, what's interesting about these roots is they're all interconnected. I have a very specific uh, pet peeve, which is when people conflate fungi and <laughs> plants. They're two separate kingdoms. Fungi are as different from plants as animals are. Can we stop pretending the same thing? And if you're going to have interconnected roots, why not have it be a fungi? A fungus. That's literally Rick. what fungi are. <laughs> Just saw like a science video saying. I know this is exactly childish, this. but god damn it. <laughs> Sabine Hassenfelder, she She's made correct. a video about Love like uh, how, just so you know, trees do not connect like fungus. Two separate things, just so you know. That's a fungus. Although there's a thing with aspens, but never mind. As a, plant, casu- as a plant casual, yeah. though, I would not have known this and I would not have questioned it. Yeah, but that's the thing, because everything, like, Dungeons & Dragons does this, too, where they're like, ah, you're a master of plants, and they're like, actually, this is the circle of mushrooms, but it's exactly the same. I'm like, mushrooms are not plants! <laughs> they're fungi! Deep nerd plant cut. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um. Oh, um, uh, one other complaint. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Enterprise is ex- escaping from the exploding board cube, and Oh, that was away. a Star Wars scene, wasn't it? Oh, it was. It was. If you want, if you want yeah. to bring that up, I'll like, it's just much like the Million Falcon. But the I wasn't going to bring yeah. that up. I wasn't going to bring that up. I mean, not the prequel. Ridge Tridge. Um, no, no, no. You're not allowed to bring up the sequel series. I you not. can bring up the rest. It's fine. I, I yeah. wasn't even going to say Star Wars, sort of, this time. I was just saying that, like, uh, as it's sailing away from the Borg cube, I'm waiting for a final but damn explosion of the cube that never happened. It was oh, a soft, yeah. it just kind of softly blossomed and and just and exploded. Where like I was waiting for like the enterprise to fly past my screen, and then I look back at the cube and it gives me one last boom bam. That they didn't happen. Out, they ran out of money for that shot. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a huge problem with the final explosion. Uh they could have went harder on that. So that's that was a little bit of disappointment. Fair, fair, fair. Yeah. Um, I didn't like Stargate. Stardate, shall we say? One. Uh-oh. I'm like, are you restarting the calendar because of this? Come on, man. What? Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't. I, I don't yeah, know what is, that was about. Yeah, that was not. not <laughs> they, they, they've had Earth threats before. They didn't restart the calendar. So <laughs> maybe they're like. Metaphorically, in my soul, it's uh, like, like, shall we say, start date one, and then like he gets a call from from uh, one of the admirals that's like, "Hey, um, my data clerk is complaining. I need you to like fix this and actually tell me what date this log took place on." <laughs> um, I like the uh, uh, Star Wars reference that Riker did. Um, when he goes, uh, "I'll see you in the next life," Imzadi was straight up uh, Luke Skywalker saying, "Leia." hear me and then like it was like edited the yes, same way yeah. and then like uh troy looks up just like leia looked up and i know i know where he is and they the mm-hmm. lemon falcon and in my head the enterprise deed will turn around to go for mm-hmm. the the final save uh 
God bless this show. <laughs> uh, uh, I already had a big complaint about the special counselor to the captain. Mm-hmm. What track are you on, buddy? Um, and then um, they made this huge deal about like, oh, what phrase are you gonna use? Seven, hmm, huh? <laughs> and then cut it off. I was like, you, you assholes! You just <laughs> that was very Marvel, right? Yeah, they'll, they'll save that for Star Trek Legacy. Yeah, it's funny that you say that's very Marvel because that's how I feel about the Q scene as well as it's like the the Marvel movie after credits second after credits scene. Because I, I know that I know, at least yeah. I know Fantastic Four, they did exactly that, where they're like, so what should we call ourselves? And just before you speak, cut to the like, credits. <laughs> so the weird. I, th- I thought it was cute. I, yeah. I would like to wait to find out what she says for her for her launch. Did we all go around the table and say what we would say? Did we do that already? No. We uh, haven't done that. No. Um, <laughs> do I was thinking about that this morning when I was, I was, uh, I had watched um, Strange New Worlds this morning and <laughs> That made me think of this again. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, I know what mine is. Uh, I would say uh, rocket, which is like rock and it, or it sounds mm-hmm. like I'm saying the word rocket. Yeah, yeah, I figure that's what the dual meaning. Yes. Rock- in English speakers, we uh, sort of that. <laughs> um, do, do you guys? What, what, what would your guys's be? Uh, I'd say giddy up. <laughs> Ooh, not bad. Not bad at all. Yeah, I think I um. I had been struggling with this one for years, and I don't mm. like any of mine. And I think the best I've gotten for me is "Let's get it." But um, <laughs> what's the worst? Uh, it can't be worse than what's Box said. Yeah, <laughs> like the ship to go now. Said. <laughs> I would like to go fast now. Um, uh, I think it was just. Let's, I think mine was "Let's." Uh, my like generic one was "Let's roll," but um, I don't. I don't let's roll. I like that it. either. Yeah, like. Transform and roll out. I don't know. It's it's just very like there's no wheels on that ship. Like come yeah. on. Not easy. Um, I think engage is peak. Frankly, yeah. Um, engage is peak. I mean, I would probably say hit it. Mm-hmm. Yep, hit it is good. Yeah, punch it. Like Let's do one. it. Let's. Uh, uh, you want to say punch it for when like uh, <laughs> when it, it's like a we gotta go fast. <laughs> Let's go fast rather than just like engage is like every time. All punch right, it engage. is uh, high impulse engines get us out mm-hmm. of here. Yeah, we gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta go. We're gonna get shot. Punch it. it. <laughs> um, uh, since like in Picard, you can now choose whatever your phaser is. What uh, what would your fa- what would your chosen sidearm phaser be, Michael? Wolf. Um, does that include like include the phaser rifles? I think it should. Yeah, I like the phaser rifles like they had in um. Well, first contact. Just, yeah, exactly. First contact. Yeah, that was a really good phaser rifle. Mm-hmm. That was good. Uh, Max, um, you know me. I'm not a gun guy. I like none yeah. of the phasers really jive with me. My favorite Trek weapon has been uh, so, uh, Worf's new sword, and uh, that was in yeah. in Picard. I mean, there is um, that, so it counts. It counts as your phaser. It's true. Yeah, there we go. I'll take Worf's. Excellent choice, Max. Worf's new sword. Perfect. Um, and Woodcat. Yeah, I'm just gonna go with the uh, phaser version one. Uh, when I was a kid, I had a TNG phaser, and mm-hmm. it, if you click on the button, it makes the the sound. And there's there's uh. two there's two like push buttons that are like they stay down. That you can either make the stun sound or the kill sound. Oh, I like that. I was a jerk as a That's kid. <laughs> my siblings, 
because mm-hmm. that's how siblings are. Right. Um, and I used to play with it a lot. And then my little brother, who's like four years younger than me, also wanted to play with it. And sometimes I would push the two buttons so they were exactly the same. Because if you did that, when you push the like go button, it doesn't know which one it is. So it doesn't mm-hmm. make any sound. So I'd push them so they were exactly the same, give it to him, and then tell him he broke it. <laughs> Sorry. Awesome. Phaser version one is so that's your favorite. That's uh, the the handheld. Looks like a remote control. It like yeah. A, it's like a mouse. Yeah. 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 It, like I, I always liked how much I quote unquote dislike it. Um Because yeah. it doesn't. I I are like it. It's not a gun whatsoever. It's exactly. Like, it looks I've so loved... so not ergonomic for fighting. But yep. I was like, oh man. But of course, I, you know, they stop using definitely like the fighting future. is the last thing they do. Yep. I know, but if you have you do fight. everything else, fighting is the last thing you do. Okay, yep. I know the best phaser is actually the one like that you can hold in your hand and point like a gun. I know it is, but uh, I just don't care. <laughs> I just always assumed that Type One had like some sort of self-targeting feature because there's no other way you could aim with that thing. Yeah, for <laughs> and, real. Yeah. And the phaser it's would psychic. always bend when it shoots. It's just like you're like, uh. I want you to aim here, and it's like, okay. <laughs> um. We went through our list of complaints. Does anybody else want to add like a little petty complaints in there? I think I think I whined a little bit about this, but the um, the age cutoff for the for the Borg <laughs> DNA affected, like was weird. I was like, come on, guys. Like, I I feel the way about that the exact same way I feel about whenever anybody talks about how you only use like ten percent of your brain. I'm yes, like, that's exactly. not Thank true. You. Can we Thank stop you. repeating that, please? Thank you for being smart. If he was doing, oh, sound, you're welcome, Max. <laughs> I thought he was doing some meta commentary on like the division of old fans versus young fans. I was yeah. kind of wondering that. <laughs> I really hecking hope not. That's horrifying. That would be yes. <laughs> that would like, be are you, are you doing that? characteristically mean, and I don't want that. But yes, <laughs> that does make me chuckle a little bit. They're mine now. Those dang kids, yeah. like those uh, dang kids with their Instagrams and their TikToks. <laughs> <laughs> They're all being controlled. It's up to this old folk to save them. All right, all right, all right. Do you guys want to talk about the final scene? Um, not not the final one? final scene, but the one where the, they're playing the final scene oh. that made us happy. The one yes. when they're at the bar and then they they play not poker. The, the yes. other one that made me tear up. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Picard I, finally can finally join them because he never could when he was captain. Except for the last episode of. TNG. Except for the last yeah. episode of TNG. The last episode that yeah, exactly. this was referencing in the last episode of mm-hmm. Picard. Yeah, obviously. Yes. Yeah. I, How did you feel about it? What was your best part? I mean, obviously, I know you all liked it. Even I liked it. So, you know, like, whatever. We don't have to talk about that. What was your favorite bit? Um, how much it felt like I was there. Yeah. Like, watching again today, really like... The end. Yeah, it's like... Yeah, yeah. It felt like we were at the, the bar with, like, you know, after, like, a reunion, and you, you're with your old high school buddies again, and you're just, like, going over memories and love and stuff. It's just... God, yeah, I love seeing... I'm glad we got this. I'm so glad we got to see this one last time. Yeah, it was a very satisfying like just heartwarming wrap to it uh, that was an excellent close and an excellent callback just felt good you know just guidance there everything yeah all good yeah well that that scene in uh the final episode all good things when they were sitting around playing poker that's one of my favorite scenes in all of star trek and i have a picture of it you know mounted on my wall so i love cool. that being the ending for star trek picard signatures on that picture uh no <laughs> um, you should make a copy of it and then Get all the signatures on it, and then frame that one. Also. Have you mm. have you guys' minds changed on Beverly keeping uh, Jack a secret from Picard? Because 
Like, no plot okay, point. Okay. All right, all right. But still, still, I'm just saying that five minutes after she says, finally introduces him to Picard, he becomes the centerpiece of a galaxy-destroying monster. So, no, like, incorrect. He was already the centerpiece not... of the galaxy-destroying monster. They were already being pursued by oh, Vatic. Oh, oh, I have been outmaneuvered. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> womp, I, had this, I had this written down. Noble effort, Keith. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I broke it so fast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, all right. All right. I'm sorry, Keith. <laughs> Felt good about that one. <laughs> I, I, I think, I think, I think, in a way, if you look at it for a different angle, I might be right a little bit in a certain way, though. Okay. I'm I'm sure that's true. Just not that particular <laughs> angle that you tried just there. Yeah. <laughs> Another angle. <laughs> I'm gonna sit back down. I'll think of later. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Still. Anybody want to be more specific about a part they really liked? Maybe the the time when Picard just fleeced everyone out of their money. <laughs> oh, hey, I win. <laughs> Beat the pants off everyone, Keith. In... Or was that data? It maybe beat everyone in the in the poker game at the end. Or... Yeah, who won? Mm. I'm I, do, I, I, I the last scene shot was like just everybody playing, but I'm I there was a shot of Picard holding up uh, an ace of spades for some reason, and everybody went oh. So I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. I, somehow, I like they they knew which game he wanted to play when he held up the ace of spades. Mm. Um, I think mm. that was telling there which game they were playing. I I mean after that, but it's fine. I am I am rubbish at poker, so I don't actually know. They they weren't actually playing poker. They were playing like a an imagined sci-fi game, I think. It's space poker. Okay. Yeah, it was space poker. Yeah. Cool. Um I love the there's like a genuine love of like uh loving spaceships um moment. Yeah. Where mm-hmm. they're pulling up on the museum and saying what their favorite ships were. And I loved how Jack like kind of spoke from my voice at like the love of the uh refit enterprise and that meant a lot to me just it just it just hit so genuinely and that like the 1701 is my favorite (laughs) is that the tos yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. warming up to that one that's why i was mad about the a (laughs) i was like what is that a doing on there get it off (laughs) yeah and then like is is it isn't that supposed to be the refit like yeah i know okay i'll let it go though i don't care like I, let it happen i I'm should just, let it go i don't know I, for me i'm like I, I i i've been thinking about that i was like wait those are the same oh they you know what? no i don't care okay i like <laughs> seeing i want i want to see them both i'm good <clears throat> there i'll come up with whatever excuse i want to <laughs> that they're that both there did any of you look up what the quote picard was doing at the end was no now i'm gonna thank you don't don't don't, no? don't look it up right now because I want to ask you, and I think you can guess. What do you think that's from? What do you say? I'm forgetting. What was this quote? Yeah. Um. Let me find it again. Da, da, da. There's like an article about it, but is it actually in here? No. There's a tide in the affairs of men which takes at the flood, leans on fortune. Oh, I've come snap. to believe that the stars have always been in my favor. He says. Hmm. That. I want you guys to guess. Uh, I, I, I would say Shakespeare. Sometimes. That is Shakespeare. I don't know which Correct. from what. It is Shakespeare. And I'm delighted uh, since this was written very specifically for, you know, um, um, Stuart. A Shakespeare and actor. Mm. Uh, who was famously a Shakespearean actor who got pulled mm. into being captain. Who was like, what? Really? 
that the <laughs> that his last lines were from Shakespeare. Ah, and it's Julius Caesar, by the way. Oh, was he? Yeah, I I, I didn't expect you to yeah. guess the play. Yeah, has he been in Julius Caesar? I'm I think he was. Guys. I think so. Let me look that up. I seem to remember reading that. <laughs> has Patrick Stewart been in Julius Caesar? That's very likely. Almost a final scene with Data with Soji, but he decided that he wanted to be final with uh, Troy and make some jokes instead, mm-hmm. which I'm good with. Like, yeah, when it's the final shots of all these people, I want to see the OGs. That the, the the last scenes would be with the OGs together. So, yeah, I uh, mean, that's why you were there for that mm-hmm. show. Okay, I I did look it up. Uh, in the 1972 production by the royal shakespeare company uh patrick stewart played cassius in uh in julius caesar oh he played cassius dang picard so was there intentionally go. picard was uh or patrick stewart was intentionally trying to make uh hit terry metallus in his feels when um there was like picard, picard there was like uh at the final they're at the board cube and uh picard's talking to Riker. And Picard, you know, almost breaks down into tears when he says, it means so much to me. Like, yeah. like he, he felt so good about how hard he nailed that line. And he looked mm. over to Terry and Terry was like, ah. so, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> go Patrick Stewart. God bless you. Oh, yeah. That guy is a treasure. I mean, they're genuinely good friends. Mm-hmm. It's, it is. It still strikes me as just a wonderfully weird how they managed to assemble such good people who like such like almost to the to the last of the core cast of just like excellent human beings who Mm -hmm. are also such you know and of course being excellent human beings they're all such good friends as well like that's just Mm -hmm. warms my heart every time i reflect on it like it's just and that's why getting this last season right was so like felt so important to me like i really wanted it because i love these people as as human beings i was so worried they were gonna fuck it up but they did not (laughs) oh man i was i got my popcorn ready for the fuck up that i thought was coming. hater pants you mean yep (laughs) (laughs) my hair pants pants. (laughs) (laughs) it's like let's do this i I was waiting for them to emasculate the hell out of wharf um especially when they're saying he's gonna be a a pacifist, but man, no, he's they... gonna pacifist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, correct. He's like, I prefer to be a pacifist, but if I must fight, I will beat the shit out of everyone. <laughs> yeah, <in here."> right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I I also love the moment where Rafi fights, and then he comes out and he's like, ah, "You're pulling on this side." She's like, "What? No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. No, I'm not." And it, the other two are like, "What? Why are you fighting with swords? We have phasers. This is a phaser fight." Oh. I just remembered another complaint I had. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. The, were they hydrogen? Hirogen? Uh, Hirogen with the with the changeling? Because there was nothing oh, about no. Tetrasad White. They had masks on the whole time. I have no idea what those guys were. No, they were um, the Jem'Hadar. Oh, they were Jem'Hadar. That. Yeah, why don't they have Tetrasad? Whatever. It's not important. The thing that I'm complaining about is that they had phasers and they were murdering everybody on the ship. And then Rafi shows up. Or no, somebody else shows up at some point with guns and they just like suddenly didn't have weapons. Yeah. Oh. Just being shot, I guess. Like, conveniently no longer weaponed. Um, 
it seems like a a branch of it's always a good thing the bad guys are willing to take prisoners. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or they tell you your plan before the, right before they kill you, their master plan, and get, you get away. <laughs> and they give the master plan give you lots of moments to think about it and linger. Oh man, you got away! Damn it! I wish I hadn't told my plan. <laughs> How did that happen again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So overall, my feelings about Picard are very mixed. Like I said, I think mm-hmm. the heartfelt bits very strong. The plot uh, not so strong. So unfortunately, I like thinking hard about my Star Trek, and yes. I'm sad that y- the the Star Trek is inviting me to not think all that hard. Actually, but yeah, that's fair. If you're if you're chill with turning off your brain and having a, a great like ride. Basically, if you're cool with data drifting the Enterprise, you'll yeah. have a good time. And if you're like, what is that? Then maybe you won't. I, <laughs> Jupiter drifting. So, so, I, I totally get you. And I, like where, where they drop the ball on verisimilitude, where things just like don't make sense with what we know, like that usually bothers the hell out of me. But I, I don't know. I, I don't know if this is like a, like a post-pandemic, like whatever, but like I feel like this was almost like an emotional back rub where mm-hmm. yeah. like, this is something that just felt good. And yeah, it wasn't supposed and to make it's, think, and really. it's like the kind of, you're right. The best of the best of Trek is internally consistent. It's, mm-hmm. it's written well, science, you know, scientifically, or at least scientifically within the universe where everything jives, but it also has, it also carries that emotional weight. And so, yeah, they, they nailed the emotional weight and, they did it so well that I think for most of us, it 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 kind of switched off the the you know the the nitpick meter until after you know until we could look <laughs> afterwards. Um, where you know it's that fridge moment where you're like, hey, wait a minute, but but it mm-hmm. just felt so good to feel you know to to yeah kind of put ourselves into the feelings of of our favorite characters that yeah it just got nailed with a nostalgia bomb and. Uh, Mm-hmm. And so the emotional writing, I think, carried it. Yeah. yeah, and like also like gear shifting into movie mode, which is like um, yeah. the movie. The movies never really. Well, I don't think they went hard on like thoughtful or even their own internal uh, world consistency. Um, yeah. In these modes, it's more like um, going on an adventure with great friends, and yeah. mm-hmm. and then like I did get lots of genuine like reminders of like found family. Or how you survive trauma with the loved ones you have around you. So, like, mm-hmm. I, I feel like they hit hard on like the sincere moments that I need to feel, and I've waited a lifetime to see this. So, I maybe I'm willing to let go of a lot, but I don't feel like I had to turn my head too many times on like flubs. Um, <laughs> I do feel it was well written for the final yeah. fun spectacle adventure that we got. Do obviously appreciate Starfleet is my family. Hell yeah! Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah! Um, now that I've been watching uh, TOS more, I'm <laughs> every episode I see more and more of why you're mad. Because uh, like how <laughs> like yeah, they really go hard on how much humanity has matured, and mm-hmm. that Starfleet is the ideal that is a great thing to live up to that makes the entire galaxy a better place, and um. Red Letter Media said it best because, like, now that I'm seeing this and then, like, the new stuff, 
another thing you said, like the original Star Trek was like an old man in his basement, and like he's careful, meticulously made his like this train set. It's beautiful set of like beautiful places and things and all well cared for and built and stuff and then once he's gone the kids come downstairs and just rough house all over it and like (laughs) we don't want to be boring let's let's party and then yeah that's what uh new trek has kind of turned into being and then like disrespecting a lot of the beautiful clean things that were made so i get you i get you so yeah thank you yeah thank you I'm, i'm glad you kept on pushing on the COS because uh, mm-hmm. I've been wanting to give it a final real go and mm. uh, I'm warming up to it more and more. The The biggest thing I've noticed that's great about it is Bones, Spock, and Kirk. Uh, the Seeing them together in a scene is so much fun uh, yeah. that I've been kind of wondering like, has this been tried to be ripped off? Like, I, I, was, I was trying to like throw all those Star Trek. I'm like, so who else got to do this? I'm not, I can't remember anyone who's a trio that's been this good almost in science fiction. Yeah. Um, me neither. <laughs> There's a reason I love them so much. Like catch me watching TOS just because they, you know, that nostalgia bomb that you guys were talking about watching the end of this, mm-hmm. which is why I'm so afraid of looking at strange new worlds, by the way, because they keep mm-hmm. being like, ah, we'll bring in Kirk now. And now Kirk and Spock are both on here. And I'm like, well, okay, first of all, what, what what's going on with Kirk's relationship with Bones? Because they they knew each other a long time, and secondly, like I keep hearing about how they're changing the canon, and like, uh, because yeah. you're scaring me. I'm yeah, sorry, that's... Mike. Uh, I know you. I, I think you, you you're loving new season, right? I know you uh, said to watch the first it, episode. Yeah, I didn't have time, unfortunately. You've only had the first episode out, but yeah, I liked it. I I, I too I, enjoyed it. I did not. I uh, oh, I what, what was funny? What, what was funny I'm about this? Like. <laughs> Was uh, me getting mad at like uh, the first thing that I didn't like was um, them twisting the story to make it so that uh, Spock has to steal the Enterprise again. It has to steal the Enterprise at all to go on a good mission to do something important. Um, I was like, man, Spock wouldn't steal a ship like that. I'm oh. gonna watch. I'm gonna watch some TOS right now, and um, I'm gonna watch the Menagerie. And, uh, and then, like, the Benadry starts right away with Spock stealing the Enterprise. Uh, Keith. Okay, well, first of all, there, there's an interesting bit with that um, where they're, uh, they're like, replicating the Menagerie. And then, like, they're like, ah, Spock was so different in the Menagerie. So we're trying to decide how he got from there to where he is in TOS. But, like, the whole thing with the Menagerie is that it was the unair pilot. And they didn't go with that. So, like, it's kind of weird to do it like that. But whatever. Mm. Forget that. Um, he Imagine does kind of do it in a mock time, though. So... Oh, wait, uh, so I mean, he did it again. It was the pilot, and then they used the footage for later episodes because they're saving money. But wait, wait, wait. to be fair... Sorry, I gotta correct that. Fair. Real quick, real quick. So, um, in the Menagerie Parts 1 and 2, this <laughs> is not the pilot. That's the repurposed one, and it's like him after being with Pike in that story that he's stealing the Enterprise and then referencing the first episode. So, Alright, fair enough. Yeah. Um... But he's a stealer. Yeah, so he, he does steal it in a mock time as well. So he steals it times? another time. So okay. okay, okay, okay. To be fair, in a mock time, <laughs> mm-hmm. he's undergoing a blood fever because he hit his pond fart. Okay. So he's he's a little loopy. He is. It's like you know, it's the fuck or die episode. 
So yes, huh. can't say the same. <laughs> but right? in the, like, the menagerie. Also, isn't it amazing that back in like the late sixties when they had like all of these different rules about what you could and couldn't have on TV, they had never had like an interracial kiss in America at this point. And they were like, you know what? Let's have a fucker die episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, like the TOS is loves its sexy time. Um to it sure does. eye popping degrees. Like the outfits I see in that show, I'm like, whoa. Oh my God, they're insane. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and uh, Human Rand. Oh my God, my crush on her is growing. I, I love her, I think. Um, yeah, Human and, Rand is pretty amazing. And is she the mother of. It, 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 did, no. Uh, okay. So, yeah, who's the, the woman in. Carol, Ravicon? she's not in TOS. Oh, wow. Okay. Sorry. Bummer. Um, there's a lot of points made about uh, Kirk being a misogynist in like um, our current era, and he's not at all. And I will uh, happily have a lengthy discussion with anybody about that. But oh, he's upstanding as hell. He's upstanding as hell. Um, all of his like past lovers, he's like, I still respect the shit out of him. They're super smart women, and holy shit. Uh, so Carol makes perfect sense with like the history that they built for him, where he's just like intelligent woman. Hello. Also, I would like I'm, to romance you. <laughs> I'm seeing him be a fantastic actor, too. Like, all of my life, the, the giant joke has been that William Shatner is a bad actor. and His and acting first... is exaggerated, but mm. bad is different. Sure. He, he mm. hits a great tone. Uh, so, Oh, actually, back on Picard, that's an interesting point about Vadek for me, is that mm -hmm. I think her performance was very interesting and very Star Trek, but did not fit Picard as well. Because, like, bombastic <laughs> overbearing kind of ridiculous villains yes that's star trek through and through watch wrath of khan yeah. again like she oh, yeah. fits right she would fit right in with wrath of khan style star trek yeah but I, I was not a fan of her doing two it was like too, a little too exaggerated for the way that star trek picard is oh. if it was original star trek it would have been like perfect just the right level of like a little too much you know um, more TOS love uh, in one of the first episodes we ever recorded um, because for me the TOS crew is the movie Star Trek. That is my the yeah. peak Star Trek. Right, right. And uh, we, we did a review on like the first movie and Spock comes back to the ship. Everybody's acting like why is he acting so weird and distant? And I was like that's how Spock is. Leave him alone. And then you said no that's not how he is Keith and I'm seeing Spock smirking and he, he hidden smiles and joking so oh my I'm god seeing... the way that him and bones will bicker at each other to oh. make kirk laugh is like ridiculous like that, that shit's deliberate they are sharp at each other and yeah like uh it's funny cheeky spock i don't know if i've known him to be like that i've <laughs> now you known... do keith now you yeah do. it's it's so much fun so much fun i'm so glad you're watching tos that makes me very happy I'm in for the full run because, uh, yeah, just <laughs> want the full Star Trek experience. Let me know when you hit Edge of Tomorrow. That's my favorite. Ooh, looking forward to it. I'm just in season one. I skipped ahead so I could watch more Pike episodes so that I could maybe understand the Pike that is in Strange New Worlds more. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Also, I'm talking is... too fast. It's actually yeah. City at the Edge of uh, Forever, I think is the name. That's the. That it's like a rock portal thing in there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, it was it. based off a script written by Harlan Ellison. And then, Ooh. you know, they did edits, obviously, because you have to. And Harlan Ellison's notoriously or was notoriously d difficult to work with. So then he got mad at them. And I think he tried to sue them for it. But whatever. It's a very <laughs> lovely episode. Cool. 
But yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm seeing a and lot of... And it has a strong moral point that it is very specific about. Ooh. <laughs> I'm in. And yeah, TOS is just showing me where... Like, I love seeing, like, who my heroes' heroes were. And, like, all the shows that I grew up on, You, I could see more and more of, like, oh, you're getting it from TOS Star Trek. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. So. so, yeah, I'm a little upset that you guys... Um, who love TNG got Star Trek Picard season three. The other ones don't count. And, m- and meanwhile, um, like I, I got the movies, I guess. Um, I so fair enough. Time. But meanwhile, uh, the TOS related series is like, we're going to slowly erase TOS. Haha. Oh, wait, I know I haven't watched it. Wait, Michael, please slowly... convince me that it's amazing. Uh, what's slowly that's... erasing? Oh, Strange New Worlds is Strange Strange New Worlds. It's, it's the prequel that's slowly like encroaching. Yeah, on. kind of eat, start starting to eat the roots of the original. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. um different timelines to me. Different so universes. that's why I'm scared. I did not keep them together. Different universes. No, I have it, when I when I said that I enjoyed um the episode one of season two. Mm-hmm. It does not mean there's not a ton of things to nitpick, but uh, I think we should save that for another day. But, Michael, you recommend it, yes? I do, yeah. I mean, I, I just like Max said, I mean, I have nitpicks, but it was overall, I was pleased with it. I mean, I've been pleased with the whole series. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah I recommend I th- it because I like critiquing things. <laughs> and, uh, and the theme music is a banger. I oh, yeah. love it. Oh. Nice. Yeah, we, we should do a separate episode just about Strange New Worlds. Mm-hmm. I will bring my hater pants with me. <laughs> I will have time pants. to do homework. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think I'm going to have to commission actual hater pants for you on Etsy or something. <laughs> yes. Do it. Do we have anything else to say about Picard? Mm, let's see. No, I, it's A plus, 9 out of 10. Well, A solid A, 9 out of 10. Would watch again. <laughs> yep. Okay. Then I'll my closing 10. question is to make that 10 and 11, what would you do? Well, that's a great question. Mm-hmm. Like, they nailed so much so well that if they invited me on to the show um, and, and had every cast member say that I was a very cool person in character. <laughs> <laughs> I personally going... inviting you uh to the set <laughs> copy that just and if you they know gave cool? me my own uniform and put me on the screen i would love it even more keith hayward's right. so cool yes i agree yes yes well, thank <laughs> you <laughs> commander hayward hayward report to the bridge this show is so much better now <laughs> um i guess like the not thing wesley that or kicking... anything no nope no, that would that, kick it up a couple points. Uh, like, mm-hmm. But I'll say, like, uh, if you want to kick it up uh, a two more notches, is that the final battle would be a fleet of the legacy ships together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would have been cool. Sick in, seeing the D and the Refit and the TOS and the Defiant and the Voyager all barrel rolling together into battle. I, I, I don't <laughs> yeah, think I would have loved to see the Defiant in the mix. That would have been cool. a blast. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I'm surprised that when they did that scene where uh, Janeway, Janeway, what the, my brain stopped working. And when they did that scene where Seven was showing Jack the uh, different ships, and like there was that lovely moment where she paused on Voyager. Obviously, mm-hmm. I liked that Voyager. Like, yeah. Um, one of the reasons I knew I was queer very early on was the relationship and uh, uh, like going on between Seven, 
Balana and Janeway, I was like, oh, mm. I like smart ladies. Oh, no. <laughs> um, so obviously I love that bit, but we didn't see the divine in that scene. It was just probably on the other side of the station. We couldn't see it. And there's no, there, there's no one yeah. on that ship that would have a specific attachment to it. Except they were Worf. showing random shit anyway. Yeah. Um, Worf should have been able to say something about the Defiant, but yeah. he had Enterprise E jokes. There's a very curious lack of like DS9 going on in uh, Kurtzman Trek, and I wonder what's down with that. Very curious. It's worth exploring, yeah. I think it comes down yeah, to well general public knowledge. Like only yeah. like real hardcore, well, only like real hardcore Star Trek fans know the DS9 is the best. <laughs> Otherwise, Which like is nonsense because it's yeah, but, the best. but who the heck else are they making these shows for? Right. They're trying that's, to make it for true. the general public. Well, they need to stop. <laughs> I agree. I agree. But that's why, like, if you start mm-hmm. talking about DS9, like Joe Schmo's, like, what the hell? Where's my Kirk and Picards? DS what? <laughs> DS <Ugh>. what? <laughs> what does DS even stand for? Pretty much. <laughs> Michael, how are you how are you bringing Picard to an eleven? Uh, I was thinking about that while you guys were talking. I, I know I said I gave it like a nine. Um, I'd go, yeah. Hmm. I I can't think of what I would do. I mean, I think. Oh shit. <laughs> they did a pretty I, heckin' good job, and you don't know where there are holes you could fill. Yep. Yeah. I might have to re reevaluate that. To like re re uh, rate that nine out of or ten out of ten. <laughs> But then take it to eleven. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, even my improvements actually mm-hmm. take the take the quality down. Like, <laughs> like your improvement <laughs> of Captain Hayward suddenly appearing. Yes, that'll take it down. Also, the final battle should focus on just the Enterprise D. Don't yeah. you don't need to. The finale is about this crew, so it exactly. should be just and, the one and seven of nine. Yes. Oh yeah. And, and the kids. Yes. <laughs> the crew and friends. I see what you're doing there. <laughs> <laughs> no. I have no idea what you mean. Max, how are you bringing to a lot of to an eleven? I simulate it. Um, if they if we retooled some of the plot points that I I found incongruent, um, the, the Borg DNA, the just a lot of the stuff with the Borg, I just kind of took me out of it a little bit. I liked how our hero characters reacted to it, but from the outset, I'm like, that's a weird thing to be doing, or that's kind of dis, you know, um, mm-hmm. not not disrespecting, but just not maybe not remembering or not recalling what had happened before. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe just like tightening things up, better editing. Uh, uh, but otherwise, man, I like I said, the emotional highs were fantastic. Uh, we could do a little better uh, with the plotting and editing. Um, yeah. Well, one final thing I want to say is like, mm-hmm. um, the reason why it took so long for us to get this is that, uh, let's see, like, I, I was, so it starts with like, uh, analyzing it and whatnot. It starts with Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, who did uh, the Sherlock Holmes books, and how he hate, he, he, he grew to hate that he was the Sherlock Holmes guy. And That's no why he killed Sherlock. Him. Yeah, and like no one else cared about the things he did. Then like yeah, he him killing Sherlock. Like he got yelled at on the street. I think his mom even threatened him. And <laughs> they, there, it, there, uh, there used to be this them. thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, way back in the day, um, fandom was already uh, pushy. 
Um, mm-hmm. There was a group of people who would wear black mourning bands around their mm-hmm. their arms, mourning Sherlock Holmes. Damn, cool, poor. Sh- yeah, wow. he was he was he was not happy about. Then like he gave in and gave. So this is what it sounded like. What was going, with Patrick Stewart? How much he did not want to be the Picard that we knew. Like he's like, I'm more than this one guy, and. So when like he they, they they tried to get him back, he was like, "Sure, I'll come back, but let's do anything but Star Trek, please." And you know we got seasons one and two, and I forget what happened that he finally buckled and was like, "All right, let's do this. Let's call." Maybe he watched them. Things. I don't know. <laughs> maybe <laughs> it like, might yeah, have been somebody in his life. He buckled mm. and he's like, "All right, yeah, maybe for one last one, let's get all the friends back together again." Because yeah. he mm-hmm. before that he even called up. He was like, "Just so you know, I am doing this, but I'm not bringing you guys back. I just I want to be Indiana Jones in space or something." <laughs> but yeah, uh, finally he gave in, and I cannot thank him enough for just like mm-hmm. even if he's tired of it. I I'm so thankful that even if he's tired of it, he gave us this one last uh, adventure with Picard and friends mm-hmm. and yeah, I'm mm-hmm. really thankful. There's some some parallelism there with Leonard Nimoy as well. Um, Leonard Nimoy oh. famously wrote several autobiographies, one of which uh, was spidal, was titled I Am Not Spock mm-hmm. early on uh, in his life, uh, where he was like, hey, I'm more than this guy. You know, like there's so many other stuff that I've so many other things that I've done with my life that, you know, like even other roles that I've played. And then many years later, one of his later autobiographies was titled I Am Spock. What mm-hmm. brought him back around? That's it. The Do fandom. You know? mm. Like it meant I... so much to so many people, and he was like, "Oh, I have the, had this impact." It's the power of love. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. I some uh, this happened with Power Rangers. Like um, the, the the like the ones that like I met throughout time. Like they, they before the convention started, they could not be farther enough away. They're like, "Please don't talk to me about Power Rangers ever again. I want to move on with my life." And then, like, yeah, they started seeing all these people and all the emotion welling up from all these people, and they're like, "Oh shit, yeah, you're welcome." And then they start showing up conventions, and they love about their... humans, you know. I think ultimately, the society that we currently live in is very individualistic, but we're mm. all just craving the community, community, and we just want to make other people's lives better. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, and it's I'm so glad. nice to have a bunch of people looking at you, like. You made my life better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So thank you, Patrick Stewart. I even if he didn't Amen. want to, it meant the fucking universe to me to have this um, and and be able to talk to you guys. But like like I said, Max, Mike, this podcast like it's meant a lot to me that I was able to talk to you guys about. Oh yeah. Picard. Like, thanks for letting me mm-hmm. complain, everyone. I love you. <laughs> oh yeah, even I, lo- I love you guys. Love you back, yeah. guys. Like. And Jay, we mean you also. We know you're not here. No, and Jay, I, I only highly like you, Jay, but that's a different. Story. We'll talk about later. You're all right. <laughs> no. Yeah, that we got to have a season like season three of Picard oh, and be able to talk to us. We friends. earned it. it was after just one and everything. Two. That so, I, I earned it after one. It's... <laughs> I'm not watching two. You can't make me. It was enough. No one can force enough. me to watch two. <laughs> we won't. Oh my god. Um, and since Jay's not here, that means we have the opportunity to say something nice about him and he can't stop us. <laughs> um, hey, Jay, a uh, message for you. I'm super impressed by like how much more you pay attention to like themes mm-hmm. and little details and stuff since we started this podcast. Like when we started, you were like the I just forgot about everything and I just let myself enjoy it. And 
you have a lot of really sound points. And uh, look at that. So weird. We agree now. <laughs> yep, throughout the podcast, uh, we've seen his, his critical nature grow. And yeah, been it's tremendous. Yes. I really enjoy it. Yes. I'm having a great time. Thank you, Jay. Yeah, still brings the positivity. Uh, absolutely. You can be positive and critical. <clears throat> Word. I Very am true. not those things, but it is possible to be those <laughs> things. We still yeah, have hope. I'm not going to do it. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I try to focus more on the things that we like. So sometimes I just need to like word vomit about stuff that bothers me. It's fine. <laughs> Picard I, is I, good, everyone. Go space. watch Picard. Hell yes. Is Maybe that it? turn off your critical yeah. thinking a little bit. All right. Uh, <laughs> fair. Is That's that fair. it? Keith, do you want to lead us off there? All right. Uh, yeah. Do you have any other final words? Are we done? Yeah. I'm okay. in a very good place. Yep. All my, right, then. My final words are Star Trek fandom. I love you. Rules. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Um, then the, the final word is. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, Picard Season 3 was a hell of a ride. And uh, I'm glad that I got to experience it with uh, some of my best friends in the universe. So thank you, everybody, for listening. And remember, keep looking up.